three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. Welcome in. It is episode number 134 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course... The main event. Vent, 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 vent. AJ Francis, where are you right now, by the way? I am in the penthouse of the W on Fort Lauderdale Beach. Um, thanks to my buddy, uh cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, huh? Brent Grimes. Who? Brent Grimes. Who? He, uh, he plays he plays cornerback for the for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and NFL team. Now, who are they? At, uh, <laughs> they are a team that wears pewter and red. Now, what is pewter? It's like it's like a weird mix between brown and silver. Uh, it sounds weird. I know that much. It sounds weird. So, and what do they do for a living? Uh, he plays uh, football americano. Okay. Um, for a living, that's what right. he does. Brent, and now Brent, who again? What's this? Brent Grimes. Last just, week, uh, sounds like he, a nice guy. Last week, I mean, while maybe. also drop kicking Odell Beckham Jr., which was awesome. I did see. That. I posted. I posted the picture on our job. Yeah, now. Please that. go check it out. I saw that. Uh, he absolutely strapped Odell's ass. So that's cool. That, that is cool. I do yes. agree with that. Yes. I still don't really know anything about him or what he does, but I, it sounds it sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds wonderful. Uh, so AJ's down in Fort Lauderdale because you're doing a, a charity thing, right? That's the story. Yeah, I just last night I did a charity uh, poker tournament. There were 132 entrants. Uh, top nine got paid. I got knocked down in 18 because. Ace King somehow always beats Ace Queen. You know how that works. Yeah, it does tend to work Odd. that way. It Odd. is real weird how that works. Well, that's tough. You lose those sometimes. You win some, you lose some. That's the way that it goes. Yeah. Uh, but that's a good thing that you were doing, I know, for the folks down there in Florida, and that's a very, very cool thing. Well, we yeah, joined- so that's, oh, sorry. It was for hurricane relief not only in Florida but in Puerto Rico as well. So awesome. It was good. Awesome. Good on you, man. Uh, we got a big show ahead of us. Uh, joining us a little bit later on in the program, perhaps you've heard of her. Charlotte Flair is our guest this Oof. week on Jobbing Out. Perhaps you've Oof. heard Charlotte Flair. She's the daughter of Ric Flair. I only She's know a, a Charlotte. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. It could be anything, really. It could be Charlotte Oof. or Charlotte who's Flair. Rick, who's Ric yeah, Flair? Who's Ric Flair? <laughs> yeah, Charlotte's joining us. Uh, she and Rick have a new book out together, and um, that's the only reason why we're able to get her. <laughs> but that's okay. Because, it doesn't matter why. Yeah, we'll take any reason that we can to chat with the queen. Me and, me and Migs already got her. That's so right. That's right. You guys had her at, uh, at WrestleMania. <laughs> I had her at AwesomeCon. So oh, <laughs> oh, oh, everybody just keep going. Why don't you all keep going while you're at it? The, AJ brings it up because also right now we are joined by the fourth Mike of Jobbing Out. He is our buddy from out in Seattle. Um, where not only is he the morning show host at KS, KISW, but on top of that, he's also like the, the preeminent wrestling personality now in what has become a hotbed for, for, for independent wrestling in the Pacific Northwest. He is our buddy Steve Miggs, and he joins us for our uh, pick segment this week. Miggs, what's going on, brother? 
Uh, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Everything is good. Happy oh, birthday, Mix. That's right. That's right. Yesterday was Mix's birthday. It was my birthday. I got a, my wife, who usually does not want me to wear T-shirts all the time. She thinks I'm just like I'm 40-something years old, and I still dress like I'm 15. But for my birthday, she bought me a Villain Club T-shirt. I not think bad. she's a keeper. That's not pretty bad. great. Not That's bad. pretty yeah. great. That's pretty great. <laughs> um, now, how many of the Jobbing Out show members did you hear from on your birthday? Uh, that would be one, mm, which, uh, being Glenn Clark. Which one was that? Which one of us is actually a good wait, person? Wait, wait, no, no, no. Aaron did hit me up on Twitter. I did. Uh, oh, all right. Yes, yeah. he did. All right. So, 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 so AJ's on notice. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. Hey, guys, quick question. How many, uh, how many uh, hotel bills did you guys pay at WrestleMania, you cocksuckers? <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. We, not only, not only did we send your wife, we sent your wife. Like crab cakes. Fact. I know that Migs got her another gift at some point during the course of the weekend. I'm pretty. I got sh- a Funko Pop toy. Yeah. So let's settle down on all that, okay? Let's settle down on <laughs> yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, a Funko Pop toy is about as much as a night. Exactly. At a right. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And in all fairness, I mean, I think AJ's not on Facebook. Facebook has changed the way people greet people with no, their it's, birthdays. Yeah, like, that's true. I yeah. was over. Everybody's sending me these birthday messages. That I know that don't really know my birthday is on October third. And then I got to spend the entire day writing everyone back. It's like, yeah, it's nice, but fuck, you just ruined my day. No, no, it's a nice thing. October, it's a birth- nice thing. Is, you're the, your birthday is the infamous Mean Girls Day, which is really dope. That is true. That is true. It is Mean Girls Day. Yep. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Um, so Migs is here to make our picks for uh, this week and Hell in a Cell. Now, before we get to that, we need to make a bet. Um, oh, by the way, also, we need to stop having Migs on because every time he's on, a rock legend dies. So Ooh. we need to stop having Migs on because it is uncanny how yeah. this continues to happen. Migs, this well, we are, I, was, I was preemptive. I already took care of Tom Petty this time around. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, well, that's but what that's I'm saying, is, right? Normally, you come on like the day or two after. Yeah, the last like, time hey, you like, do you have any stories about Yeah, right? The last time it was yeah. Cornell. This time it's Tom yeah. Petty. So we're not, we just can't book you anymore. Because every time we book you, we kill a rock and roll icon in the process. And you know what's crazy? The even more crazy than that is the fact that when we were in the uh, – so the hard rock gracious people that they are um, caught my hotel yesterday for being in the tournament. And um, the floor that uh, we stayed on was actually like the Tom Petty floor. There was like so uh, there was like two oh, wow. different – there was like two different showcases of like – stuff he wore like one of his guitars like it was re- it was actually really eerie that like that it just happened jesus, like jesus man jesus all right so you both killed him but yeah, god what is much. wrong with <laughs> that? i don't know how you yeah. sleep at night god. all right uh we need a bet for this week aaron has made a suggestion for a bet this week i will uh, uh yield the floor to you sir yeah i don't know if you guys okay. saw this video i did retweet it from the jobbing out account and it takes the uh, the last scene of raw where the shield were all you know had the head nods to each other and Ryan Satin put the REO Speedwagon song "Can't Fight This Feeling" over it. It's really good. Oh boy! With, with, with <laughs> Amazing. So my suggestion was: whoever loses this, not just has to sing this song, but has to sing it to however you want to illustrate a picture, a cardboard cutout, whatever of the male wrestler of your choice. So of course, Glenn would be Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle would obviously. AJ be. would be Roman. I'd probably do the Miz. I don't know who Miggs would do. Probably uh, Otis the Killer Gimp or whatever that uh, three two one battle wrestler is. <laughs> I will do it to Otis the Gimp, and I'll use his dildo as a microphone. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's... So what do you guys think? I'm good. That dildo I'm, has magical I'm, I'm powers, by the way. What's that? 
I said the dildo has magical powers. Oh, the dildo has magical powers. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Hey, real quick before we do the picks, just tell everybody about what's going on. I mean, it's, it's insane what's been happening on the indie circuit out there. Dude, Seattle's really blown up. Right? We've got Defy Wrestling, which is, is your more um, traditional indie promotion in the sense that they fly in. We fly in some of the biggest names in the indie world. Like just recently we had uh, Matt Riddle take on Shane Strickland in an epic match. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure that sucked. <laughs> God. Dude, that was one of the most like physically violent matches I've watched Like when it comes to just connecting with every strike. Those two beat the shit out of each other. I believe it. Uh, yep. Jeff Cobb and John Morrison wrestled in that one. And then, you know, we bring in some uh, Douglas James, who's over at PCW, and uh, Brody King, who's killing it over there as well. So that's like your more traditional style indie show that I'm the host and ring announcer for. And then there's 3-2-1 Battle, which is prides itself on being weird wrestling. I mean, it, we've had Cole Cabana there. We've had Joey Ryan there. The Stoner Brothers have been there. Uh, it's more of like a punk rock vibe to it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It typically attracts people who aren't even wrestling fans to them, but... It's weird wrestling, including a guy by the name of Otis the Gimp, Milo the Killer Clown, Ronald McFondle, a drunk clown that uses cocaine <laughs> to get energy to win his matches. Uh, like that kind of stuff. I thought you said it was weird. You know what? I haven't told you about the weird stuff yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, he will hulk up by taking a line of coke. It's awesome. Oh, my God. That's really wonderful. That's really wonderful. It, is, is what culture trying to take Defy's name? Did I see that on, on Twitter a few days uh, ago? They, dude, they, they're calling themselves now Defiant Wrestling. And, I mean, I guess you could argue that it's a happy or an accidental coincidence. But it seems kind of... I mean, I've never heard of anyone else using defy or defiance or defiant or whatever along those lines. So it's it's really awkward. I know our guy, Jim, that runs defy reached out to them, and I think they're just going to stick with it, obviously, because they probably put some money into the marketing of it all. But it, it just it, it feels kind of dickish. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awkward. That's awkward. Well, speak, well, speaking of dickish, let's let AJ make a pick. I, I know. I mean, I'm sorry. That was, I, oh, I threaded the needle on that one. Damn. Um, uh, here we go. The pay per view is Sunday night. It is, of course, Hell in a Cell. Where is it this week? Where is Detroit. It? Detroit. Detroit. Is a new arena in Detroit? I have no idea. All where right. It is. Well, wherever it is. Um, AJ, or sorry, Steve Miggs, you do not. You are not considered a guest any longer. So, unlike our guests, you don't just get to make the first pick. We just put you into the rotation. So AJ will make the first pick, and then uh, me, and then Aaron, and then Steve. That's the way that it'll go. All right, everybody, good. Let's do it. First match. All right, first yep. match on the pre-show as uh, Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin take on the Hype Bros. I am going with Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. I think that they win the match and they get the little boost that they need. And uh, it's the beginning of the end of the Hype Bros, I believe. I uh, hate the sounds of that, but it's hard for me to disagree. Um, with that in mind, I will go with Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable as well. Yeah, if you're picking, you know, which of these two could be potentially the next challengers, it's Gable and Benjamin. So Gable and Benjamin uh, win here. And Steve Miggs? Uh, right there with uh, AJ. I think uh, it just seems like Zach's getting a little frustrated, and this is going to be the moment where the two implode at Hell in a Cell. So I'm going with uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. Very the good. The mega powers implode. It'll be sad yes. moment. As, as, It'll be just as, as big as that. Yep. Yep, no doubt. Exactly the same in every way. <laughs> yep. Only completely different. Well, I mean, I don't I disagree. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, next match, Randy Orton takes on Rusev. Uh, this is me. I, I, I don't know what to make of this, right? Like, I, we've, said, we've had this same conversation before. What should happen? Rusev should win, 
right? Like, that's the best scenario for this, this feud, is if Rusev gets a clean win over Randy Orton. But that never seems to happen for some reason. I don't know why, but like an idiot, I'm going to assume they get it right, and I'm going to go with Rusev. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way as I just have no idea where they're going. Rusev needs this. I think they, they're starting to get something going with Rusev, so I'm, I'm going to give Rusev the win. All right. So very good. Steve Miggs? Uh, you know, I, I feel like to paraphrase you when it comes to John Cena, it's like, is Randy Orton in this pay-per-view? Right, match? right. I think he's going to lose, and Rusev will win it. All right. And? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Rusev as well, All but right. I don't think I'm going to get – I don't think I'm going to be right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that doesn't, no one is confident about Inexplicably, this. Inexplicably, it just doesn't make a damn lick of sense. Uh, we have the uh, another singles match here as Bobby Roode uh, faces Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph Ziggler promising the biggest entrance anyone has ever seen, which will probably be just a completely normal entrance because that's what happens. Right. Uh, Bobby Roode wins this match. Okay. Uh, Migs? I, I hope this is the end of the Dolph Ziggler entrance thing. And Bobby Roode Why? Wins. Why? <laughs> That's why. It's stupid as fuck. The, he, oh, thank God. Amazing. Why do you guys... Uh, you guys hate good things. That's no, no. Wrestling I, fans... It was fine the first time. Things. It's dumb now. It's dumb. It's How is it dumb now when the best one he did was The Undertaker, which was last week? Um, the Undertaker one at least was funny because of the, the swerve it put on everyone there. But, I mean, gosh, it's, it's just such a... a Dumb premise. It was dumb when Damien Sandow did it, and luckily he found some lightning in that bottle, and it was dumb before him as well. I'm just sick of these these guys that are, are pretending to be other wrestlers. Yeah, I've never... Yeah, I know. No, Glenn liked it when it was Damien Sandow, but then he turned into Aaron and didn't like it when it was Dolph Ziggler. No, 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 because one, Damien Sandow made magic out of it, and then two, Dolph Ziggler is better than this and shouldn't be doing this. This is Dolph Ziggler that we're talking about. Like, he's amazing. And he should have something better. Whatever. I don't really want to keep going with this. I'm with Miggs. You know how I feel. Go ahead, AJ. Make your pick. Uh, I think Bobby Roode wins because it's his first match. So, yeah. But I do think I would not be surprised if Dolph tries to pull out the zip line like Shawn Michaels. I think that would be cool. I mean, it would be cool. I agree that that would look amazing. I don't know if they're going to do it. And I still don't want him to do the, the gimmick anymore. But, yes, obviously all of you are right. And Bobby Roode is going to win the match because, holy hell, why would you be doing this if Bobby Roode wasn't going to win the match? Um, all right. Uh, let me set the next one up because Aaron had to run out for just a second. Let's go to the tag team championship match, which uh, AJ has argued. Do you, do you want to make this a bet whether or not this is going to be the main event, AJ? I don't think it will be the main event, okay. unfortunately. Right, I, I, but, think it, I think it should be the main event, but I don't think it will be the main all event. All right. Uh, for the WWE Tag Team, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the uh, New Day take on, of course, the Usos. And Steve Miggs, you have the first pick this time. Yeah, I don't think it will be the main event, but it's definitely going to be the match of the night. At, at some Correct. point, why don't they, they should just give these guys have an Iron Man tag team match. I, I could watch these guys every I'm in favor. freaking I'm week. in favor of it's that. Just, so, I mean, I think that the New Day is going to win, but I hope that, oddly enough, I, I'm, I mean, it's rare that I want to see a feud go on forever and ever and ever, but I want to see this feud go on forever and ever and ever. So I hope that this is not the end of this feud. Okay. Yeah, it's, on me. Yeah, it's on you. Yes, sorry. Hang um, on. You, wait, you, I, you, you said the New Day, right? Yes. I, okay. Go ahead. So it's on me. Yep. Uh, I think that the New Day is going to win, but I hope that the Usos win strictly so that the feud can continue out of this. Um, 
so that eventually we this keeps going until we get to elimination chamber uh all the way 2018 elimination chamber and that way they the usos can bring in rakishi and we can have a six man uh <laughs> elimination chamber Fuck. match between them the uh, usos and rakishi versus the new day for the tag team titles i think that 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 is gold in and of itself. So that's what I hope happens. I don't think that's going to happen. No. So I'm going to pick, I'm, I think I'm going to pick the New Day. No, it's not going to happen. I guess the question becomes, can you continue this feud without having the Usos win? Like, Yeah, you can. And, and, and what does that take? Does it have to be a non-clean finish or could it just be... Yeah, it's just, it's it, all, all it takes is Xavier to get involved in the match. And, and then that's... And the new and the new day wins because of that, and then that's how. Yeah, but then you have the weird heel face thing, where like that would be a, a you know like that's a heel versus face move. I don't know. But but the thing is, new day's one, when new day had their title reign, their their longest title reign in WWE, right? Tag team title reign. They did that regularly. Uh, they they yeah. won a lot. Of, yeah, they did want a lot. Of, you remember they the only reason they won hell, uh, TLC is because uh, Xavier got up on the apron and I think hit the Usos in the back with the trombone. Mm-hmm. I, like, I really want to do like make a different pick. You know what I mean? Like I hate that we've been pretty, we've been largely in agreement so far. So like, this is where, cause I'm in agreement with both of you boys. Like I absolutely think they should extend this feud. I can't get enough of it. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's perfection. And the best way to do that is to, to, to sort of hot shot the titles and just give them back to the Usos for a little while. The other question I have, is there anyone even really in line to be next? Like, is there? No. I don't think so. Like, for a little there while, is. I thought it was the fashion police, but, like, they've kind of fallen off the face of the planet. Um, I, I, I don't think there's anybody that you logically throw in here next, so I will... Yeah, you know, anyone else is lesser than at this point. I mean, so what, why would you even want to right. do that? I think we got the strong mic work and you got the strong in-ring action between these four competitors. I, 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 I think they can figure out a way to continue this feud even if the New Day wins. Well, that's what, that's what, what I think is actually going to happen is New Day is going to win. They're still going to continue the feud out of this. Right. And you're going to have you're going to have the eventual – I don't know if, it's a, if Zach and Mojo are both going to turn heel and become a heel tag team, right. which I don't see happen. Um. Uh, but I can see that happen, and if that's the case, you have them work with with Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, and then you use them to get Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin over, so that when the Usos actually take the belt back from the New Day and that feud's over, then you got Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin there. Or you can do it the reverse way. If by the end of the feud you actually have New Day still has the belt, then you could have you could use the heel high bros to you know. So I think it could go either way, honestly. The only other question is, do they specifically want this to be the blow off because it is Hell in a Cell? I, that's what I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah like that's they want. That's to, what I think too. And yeah. if they want this specifically. To be the blow off because of that then the new day is the answer yes. and so i'm picking the new day and then that's where i'm going as well is that as, as great as this has been they, they have to end it at some point or they could do it forever for I all mean that, I and care. that's what we're arguing yeah, yeah. i mean they, do they really have right to do that? <laughs> right I, I i would prefer at least for now yeah, correct yeah. Yeah. i would prefer if they you know went one other match then they could come back you know by you know rumble season or something like that but you know one or two matches away from it uh so i'm going new day all right so everybody picked uh, bobby Roode by the way as well so we, we so, are, so we're all yeah, together we're, on this everything. isn't good so far. Yeah. No, we're we're all going to be singing just by default. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we have the uh, the U.S. title on the line as AJ Styles takes on uh, Baron Corbin. Uh, that would be AJ. AJ, yeah. AJ. Um, I think Baron Corbin is going to cheat the win. Okay. 
and I'm going to pick Baron Corbin. Um, like they really need to do something with Baron Corbin because boy, the wind really came out of the sails the moment that they had him drop the Money in the Bank briefcase. So, you know, it's a good argument. It's a time where you could do it and you can carry it through a couple of pay per views and then get back to wherever you want to go with AJ Styles. And ultimately, I think we all know that you want AJ Styles back in the title picture and not necessarily in the the U.S. title. Book. Yeah, so. I actually am going to be – God, I don't like this. I'm going to be inclined to agree with AJ. Give me Baron Corbin. Uh, I think the idea is right. I think this is going to continue. However, if I had to guess, I'm, I'm going uh, Corbin gets himself disqualified here. I think this is going to be a beatdown. AJ retains the title uh, and and gets the win via DQ. I'm going with uh, AJ Styles here. All right. Very good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Corbin. Uh, I think that it's – AJ is going to be at some point into the main event picture, and maybe this is foreshadowing my future pick later on in, in, in our conversation. But I think there's there's something that's going to happen between AJ and Nakamura in the very near future, in my opinion. I'd like to see that, and that's wishful thinking. But I, I think that Corbin is going to walk away the champ. All right. Very good. Next. Next, we have uh, Natalia versus Charlotte for the women's title. Uh, that's uh, jotting out guests. Charlotte. Yeah, God, <laughs> jotting out guests. Let's get that, Correct. Let's get that right. Facts. Um. You know, I you really can't fathom Charlotte being in a championship match and losing. You know, like it's just it's almost unfathomable. I, I know not because it's never happened before, but just because this is Charlotte that we're talking about, and it's hot right now with everything that's going on with Rick. Don't you want to have her as the women's champion? You kind of got the moment for Natalia in the process, but isn't it ultimately better for Charlotte to be your women's champion? I can't argue against any of that, so my pick is... Sh- like, why Why put her in this spot if you're not going to have her win, I guess is how I'm feeling. So, Charlotte... I think I... Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's not you. Not Settle not down. Not Keep it you, in your pants. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of on the same page. I'm actually wondering <laughs> if this is where uh, Carmella ends up cashing in. Like, that That would be a good spot okay. for, for Charlotte to win and Carmella to immediately cash in. That would be very in. good. I agree with that. That, that would be, be the spot to do it. If, if you're thinking about uh, Carmella cashing in anytime soon, if you want her to hold it, I have no problem with that at all. But if, if you want her to cash in anytime soon, this would be a good spot. So if that's the uh, path, then, yeah, Charlotte's going to win here. All right. Sir? But uh, we have uh, SmackDown coming to Seattle in a couple of weeks, and they've uh, booked us already, Natalia, to come in studio on our morning show. And I can't, in good conscience, look her in the eyes and say I picked against her in this pay per view picking. So I'm going to go with Natalia for that reason. Well, and in only. fairness, like you would think that they would, they, they, they want they, the champ on the show, so would, that could that, be that, it. Yeah, totally. you know. But I thought that when they booked us with uh, Corbin, and it didn't work out. So um, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so this right. is just so I can save face when uh, Natalia comes in. AJ. Um, see that this is actually a really hard, I think this might be one of the hardest picks of the night because you have the opportunity to use the money in the bank again with Charlotte. Um, you also have the opportunity for, let's say Natalia gets herself DQ'd, but Carmela still cashes in on Natalia. And then now you have a triple threat situation for next month, you know? Sure. Uh, you, you got a lot of different things you can do when you have the money in the bank. And, I mean, realistically speaking, you could also just have Natalia cheat to win so that you can build the feud up even more so that Charlotte wins it next uh, at the next pay-per-view and then Carmella cashes in on Charlotte there. So, uh, I'm, this, this is probably going to be the reason why I have to sing to Roman Reigns. <laughs> but, but I'm going to pick Natalia. 
right. You know, the, the interesting thing about the whole next month thing is it's Survivor Series, so we have no idea what titles will be on Correct. the line. We what don't, they're doing with anybody, yeah, no doubt. Th- that, that makes a lot of these picks really interesting. Um, we have the title on the line as uh, Jinder defends against Nakamura. Uh, I'm first. Uh, I, I thought that first segment on SmackDown was made to build this into a Hell in a Cell match. You had everybody, you know, you had the Singh brothers get involved and, and hang on. Uh, so I'm kind of shocked this isn't this a Hell is in really a Cell bizarre. match. It is really bizarre this is not a Hell in a Cell match. Um, and, you know, I, I don't, boy, I, I say you can't do the same It still could be. I mean, I guess, but why wouldn't you announce that? Yeah, like, why I, wouldn't you want that to be on television beforehand? I, I hear you. Um, you know, I... I in my head, I was about to say, well, you can't just do the same finish you did before with the Singh brothers getting involved, but they did that through the every entire... Time. Yeah, every yeah, match. <laughs> they do that every time, so they very easily can. Uh, I think it would not necessarily be damaging. It wouldn't be good for Nakamura to lose here again, the second straight pay-per-view, even if the Singh brothers get involved. So even though there's a lot of... There's a big part of me that thinks that gender will retain here, especially because I think they are going to India in the near future. I thought they already went. Uh, I thought... I, thought uh, that was just Japan. They're going in like, okay. November right. sometime. But right. there, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, I'm going with Nakamura here just because I, I think another loss w- wouldn't be good for him. Uh, AJ. Oh, sorry, no, Migs. Migs, yeah, Migs. Uh, I've been a gender fan this whole time until this program between him and Nakamura, man. These promos have been just awful and, 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 and painful to experience. Um, I think it's time for a change in the title picture, and I think Nakamura is the guy. And hopefully that's going to set up something between him and AJ Styles. So I'm going Nakamura. Yeah, I'm going Nakamura as well. I'm calling you now. Nakamura is going to win this match, and AJ Styles is going to win the Royal Rumble. Nice. It would make sense. I mean, it would make a lot of sense. You got to keep the belt on Nakamura. The but then you have time, Owens right? out of the picture, which I know Glenn. Yeah, that wouldn't. Like. I don't care for that whatsoever. But you well, know. Owens is going to. I mean, this is all building to Owens fighting Triple H at WrestleMania. Let's get that clear. Right, so you're doing that at WrestleMania, in which I, I want to get that out of the way before then. I want that to happen at Survivor Series myself. Um, look, yeah, I, I'm in agreement with all of you. It's Nakamura. You, you can't do this two months in a row with Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, you can do it with Randy Orton because who the F cares, but you can't do that to Shinsuke, <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura. It is super bizarre that they have not made it a Hell in a Cell match, which may be because they want Nakamura to look like Superman. Maybe they really want Nakamura to beat all three of them and look incredible in the process. That might be the reason why they've done it this way. Um, I actually thought that, that gender was doing better promos until it went super racist. You know right. what I mean? Like I think until the last but two that's weeks, the point to me, that was the point. To right. Me, to that me, it was that, supposed to be that, like a heel thing. Like, yeah. I hear Yeah, you. Because that's all he talks about is how people are racist to him, which is true. I but, mean, I mean, half that, the audience, half the audience still thinks he's a Muslim. Because right. he was that on his head. Right. <laughs> um, He's actually Canadian. <laughs> you mean, know. Not even in. Well, you could be a Canadian Muslim. Well, that's, that's true. That's fair, point. right? Yeah, I understand. I understand. Um, but, but uh, you know, and then, that, and then he's really being the heel because, like, think about this. How many times have we heard Nakamura chants when he wasn't in the ring? No, I hear you. I mean, it's worked. And, and we heard him every single week since Jinder's been running him down, calling him. Pikachu with a seizure, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and yet still also a little racist. Uh, oh, it ain't, ain't a little racist, yeah, it's right. super racist. <laughs> I, um, look, I actually thought Jinder, had, like, like the week before that, had cut the best promo of his tenure as a champion, frankly. Um, mm-hmm. But all that being said, it's time. It's time. It's been time. And you can still, even if you're worried about like a trip to India, 
you can still keep Jinder in, in the main event yeah. picture, even if he's not the champion. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can still have that be a possibility for a little while. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Nakamura. And finally... Well, before I get to this last match, AJ, last week, you had said that no, you... No, no, we're, we already did. Oh, you that. did that? Yeah, okay, never mind that. then. Yeah, uh, fine, then the last match in a Hell in a Cell will be uh, Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens. And, Migs, you lead us off. Uh, this is why I love wrestling, man. I've, I've, I've enjoyed everything about this buildup between these two. And I don't know if it's going to be the best match tonight, but it'll definitely be one of the most talked about matches of the night. Uh, Kevin Owens 100% is winning this one, but I, I, I'm so looking forward to this match. Um, AJ? Uh, Kevin Owens wins the match because, like I said, I think the feud is building to uh, him versus Triple H, which, I mean, Tim versus Triple H could very well be the Survivor Series match um, because, you know, they like since they got on the network, they like to bring back an old time veteran on for Survivor Series yep. and Triple H fits that mold, uh, especially since we haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Um, yep. Since WrestleMania. And before like before that build up to WrestleMania, uh, the time only time we saw him before that was when he literally handed the belt to Kevin Owens. So, oh, yeah, there's an absolutely plausible scenario where he says, you, you know, you owe us, right? Like, don't forget, and you can bring him back that way. Yep. So, I think, I think that uh, Kevin Owens wins, but I think that Triple H may make an appearance. All right. All right. Look, Kevin Owens is winning. He has to win. I, I just can't fathom any world in which Shane McMahon were to win him. I mean, it would be so excruciating if that were the case. Um, I, I'm with you. I think that's what we're getting to. I am hoping that it's at Survivor Series and not at WrestleMania because I want Kevin Owens to be in uh, the title picture at WrestleMania. But ultimately, whatever. The, the pick, of course, is Kevin Owens. The one weird, I like how this is a false count anywhere Hell in a Cell match, which makes absolutely no sense. Right. Like, you, you understand where it's going so they can you know jump off and, and brawl over there. But when you think about it, that makes absolutely no sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's supposed to be a cell. Right. It's supposed to be... The, the most uh, indestructible, you know, like, no, no, it doesn't make sense. I uh, hear you. You guys, you guys are so, uh, you guys, you guys just don't believe in the process, guys. You <laughs> all know, you all know that Kevin Owens is going to pin uh, Shane McMahon on the apron. Oh, is that what it is? Is that the reason <laughs> yes. why they're doing it that way? Okay. I hadn't thought about it. That makes <laughs> way more sense. Clearly, now. clearly. Um you know, just the past couple weeks, yeah, it, this has to be Kevin Owens because it's so utterly stupid if it's Shane McMahon winning. But I, I feel like there's going to be it a It sounds like you're about to say there's been utterly stupid before. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like you're a, about to say. Yes, there's been utterly stupid before. And there's just been a lot of kind of just the way, specific way they've built it with the fact that, you know, Shane got his ass kicked on the go-home segment and completely got his ass kicked. Uh, Sammy doing his thing. I, I don't I think Kevin Owens winning I don't know if this is going to be a I think there's gonna be something involved. Maybe it's that Sammy heel turn that we've kinda right. thought might be coming. They I don't know if they alluded to it, but they put him in a position where it seems like he's going to get involved in the uh, in the match on Sunday. Something's going to happen here. It's not going to be just straight them two fighting. I think other people are going to get involved. Uh, but Owens wins it however yeah, it ends yeah, up happening. It has to happen now. All right, very good. Those are our picks. A lot um, of same things here. Yeah. So what's this yeah. going to essentially come down to? It's going to so, essentially cut. I mean, I picked Styles, and then we were split on Italia Charlotte. Everything else. So basically, Damn. What if, if 
AJ and Migs could be singing together, or they'll be safe together because they picked the exact right, same they went stuff. That way. That's a good point. Well, yep. we could both share Otis against Dong if we need to. Ah, that's you know what, and that's what friends do really is they share Absolutely. dongs. I've always said yep. this, like that you know you're a friend if you've shared a dong with someone. Like that's just, that's why we that's why we did uh, jobbing out from my house WrestleMania weekend with no pants, on. no pants on. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of WrestleMania, I booked my flight yesterday. Are you guys all in for <laughs> WrestleMania? As long as yeah. as long I, as my schedule allows it, as long as my schedule allows, I'm in. Good. I'm in. Yes, correct. All right, uh, Steve Miggs, what can we plug for you, bro? The uh, Steve Miggs versus the World of Wrestling podcast. I'm assuming. Yeah, oh, yeah, we got uh, Miggs versus the World of Wrestling. Uh, this Friday's episode is going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin and Jim Ross, so that's going to be a really <laughs> are you fun fucking one. kidding me? Like I'm all proud of <laughs> fuck you. We're all excited about our guests over here because we had Goldberg last week and we got Charlotte fuck this week. We're like you. feeling good about ourselves. We're like, dude, we had Goldberg and Charlotte, and Miggs is like, yeah, well, this week on my one show, <laughs> I've got Stone Cold and Jim Ross. Like, fuck you, <laughs> Miggs, Miggs, <laughs> yes. Fuck you. Yeah. I love you guys, too. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. God damn it. Every time we think we're feeling good about ourselves, every time we're like, you know what, we've really had a good couple of weeks here. Like, everything's been going great. Steve Miggs is like, yeah, do you think so? Is that what you think? You think you're having a good couple of weeks? <laughs> you know, when I recorded those, I'm like, I'm holding on to these until I do jobbing out. That God way I'll have a chance damn to damn it. You. you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was really hoping he was going to say something like, yeah, we got a really good guest this week. It's Gangrel. You know, I'd be like, oh, well, yeah, that's great. That was a fun Don't interview. know if you heard. We've got Charlotte. We, we had Goldberg last week. You know what I mean? Goldberg, like, that was a dope interview, man. That was great. Yeah, he was good. He was really, really good. But fuck you because you have Stone Cold Steve Austin. So eat a dick. <laughs> God damn it. Well, he noticed the gimp stick. Uh, you know, <laughs> just follow me on social media. I'm Steve Miggs, and I still want to plug uh, Naomi. And now I'm adding Peyton Royce and Billy Kay to the mix. Yep. Well. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem with yeah. that. We are all in agreement. All right, buddy. Oh we will uh, We will talk to you in two pay-per-views. All right. Take care, guys. There he is, Steve Miggs, our buddy from out in Seattle. When we come back in, we will get into what happened on Raw this week and the uh, the reunion. It's, it's not official, but it's official. We'll talk about it next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Members of the GCR community, they're telling me about their experiences at Full Circle Tire and Auto. Steve Barry, why did you take your vehicle to Full Circle? I saw a uh, service plate on the dashboard, and I called the dealership, and they told me it was going to be about $200 to do it, and I heard the commercial for Full Circle Tire and Auto, and I called them, and they told me that they could save me even more money than I thought. They were about $100 less, and it turns out that they didn't have the correct fluid for the car, so they actually went to the dealership and got it, and didn't charge me any extra for it. And that's not all they did for you, was it? About a week and a half later, they sent a personalized thank you card from Amy and the team. They signed it, and it's actually really nice, something I've never experienced before. That's the difference at Full Circle Tire and Auto, 410 410- 676-2277. That's 410676 cars. 1304 Governor's Court, Unit 110 in Abingdon, and fullcircletyronauto.com. Back in here for segment number two. It is jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And of course, the main event. AJ Francis, um, boys, so yes, we did our picks. That's out of the way. Charlotte's still to come during the course of the show. But right now, let's hop into... Um, right. That's right. Let's hop into Raw because there was something fairly significant that occurred. Really? What, what was it? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, did you see the main event? Uh, Enzo looked great again. That was what it was that I was thinking of. Enzo. Mm-hmm. Um, Kalisto. Wait, and Kalisto's by the way, we, we finally left. found out 
why cruiserweights can't compete on Raw because they have 205 Live contracts. They don't have Raw contracts. It's really apparently. weird. It's really weird. I didn't understand that. That's super weird. Um, I don't really. We'll get to that. We'll get right. to that. Let's talk about obviously what happened as the show was going off the air, and that is the appearance of the three members of the Shield together, and the obvious implication that we are just weeks away from the Shield versus, as I had suggested, and as I'd said, was way more likely than it ever being the Miz Taraj. Instead, the Miz, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Um, I, I I am fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm sure that there are people that feel as though it's anticlimactic. Um, that the Shield should be reuniting for something bigger. I don't care. This works. I know what they're doing. I'm fine with all of it. I, I, I cannot. If you're bitching see, about this, see, go F yourself. See, this is what, first of all, um, before we get off of Enzo, I wanted to give Enzo his props. That was probably the best promo he's ever done in his entire career. Well, he was really good. Um, uh, I mean, not only the promo he did before the guys come to the ring, but then when he laid down oh, was, every yeah. single yep. member of the wonderful. Cruiserweight yep. division, except for Tazawa, it was uh, it was really probably the greatest promo. But even that was really funny. It was like, you said something nice said about, about me on me. Twitter. Like, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> um, but going forward to that, can we talk about the fact that Roman Reigns is actually a face? Like before, Like before he reunited with the show at the end of the show, so like, well, we started talking about that last week. Minimal, he got minimal, but no. But even last week, we still heard audible Roman sucks chants. This week, we heard let's go Roman, and then the response was let's go Roman. Um, Dude, they did an amazing job by putting him with The Miz, Miz. coming out of the John Cena thing. Teasing the Shield so it was in everybody's, you know, obviously you didn't until the very end of make it official, but everyone's putting it in the back of their minds, hey, this is probably happening. It was it was perfect. It was perfect the way they handled this. Given everything they've been through with Roman, this is we said last week it was the best we had felt about him in some time, as far as what their we? goal. Well, no, we? no, no. We? As far as what their goals are for Roman Reigns, as far as reaction, as far as where he was right. positioned, we felt the best about his position. Yes, mm-hmm. and so we. Yes. No, no, no. You're not listening. You're saying – everybody knows that Roman Reigns has worked good matches. Everybody knows that he's been a great performer. As far as what WWE Does wants – Does everyone know that? No, not – well, yeah, I think they do. I do. I think they just bitch about it anyway. Do, uh, are we sure everybody knows that? Yeah, I think they do. I think that what we, what we didn't know and what they want, what they want is for Roman to be a top face. They want him to be the beloved face of the company, and he hasn't been. But as far as getting to that point, as of last week – you started to see the path for it. You started to see the roadmap for how you could get Roman Reigns to that point. You have taken him away from the popular indie darlings that populated uh-huh. WWE programming. They're all now on the other show, and so he's not screwing with them. He's not preventing Shinsuke Nakamura from doing something. He's not preventing anybody. Kevin from... Owens or AJ Styles. Right. Or, yeah. The only one that's on Raw is Finn Balor and, you know... He's doing his thing. He's in right. a bubble. He's in a bubble right now, and the bubble's an okay place for him. They've done a really good job of putting themselves in this position, given all of the missteps that occurred beforehand. They have now put him in a spot where you can viably believe that Roman Reigns can be that top face going into WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. There's a lot of roadblocks to go before I that. Hear you. I and And it got me thinking, you know, what is... So we... We don't think this shield thing's long term, do we? Or do or do we? I don't. Well, what's long I do. term? What's long term? Long term as in through mania. Yes, I can buy into what AJ think, was pitching a week ago. I, I think that's the only way to to buy. Like they want Roman over as a face, and even though to me, I mean, not to me, just he hasn't nothing he's done 
in the past month is any different than he's been doing for the past two years. But people pretend that it is. And the easiest no, way to No, they don't. It. It's the circumstances, dude. It's, it's it's the opponents. It's the situation. It's that he's it's not going the for opponents. the title. The oppo- yes, the opponents. When you're not having him go against Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles and everybody who's... He went against your- Bray Wyatt. You're ignoring that. He went against Sheamus. You're ignoring that. He went against None of those guys Boom. have the nuclear heat that The Miz does. And and people started cheering him well. when he faced Sheamus. That was, the, that was the one time over the past however many, you know, two years where we thought, oh, okay, they're starting to get it right again was when he had that mini feud or you know the overarching feud with triple h but when he was going specifically against sheamus they started cheering him a little bit more yeah and he got booed because he had to defend his world title in a royal rumble match uh but because aj styles and dean ambrose and all of these other guys were in it and they would rather see those guys win and and he didn't win and they cheered the guy who made the match and brought himself in at 30th so stop telling me it's the opponent in the Well, Triple H is I, I Triple H. We've we've talked about this for the few years with the the fact that he's billing himself as the creator of NXT, which we all love. People kind of like Triple H. People do not have the Triple H does not have the same heat the Miz has. The Miz people is, love the Miz. No, they love what the they about? love to boo the Miz. The, there's nobody well, that's not, this, that that is not that is not true watch the intercontinental title match at no mercy when it was miz versus jason jordan and you tell me because jason jordan is a, is, is a heatless. cold it, there is nothing they, they'd jason rather jordan react is to nothingness them. right now that's uh-huh. so that's not the miz is the most over heel that professional wrestling has had in the last five years we, we, you've you've talked about how he puts everybody over everyone gets better because they work with him he is by far I, i've never i've ne- and i've yet to say that that isn't true but what i am saying is people love the miz still who there's three me all three of us well yeah we can love them as a performer but again so, this is so hold on, hold on quick question quick question so your your argument currently is that is that because the internet, quote unquote, internet darlings that are on are on SmackDown, so that Roman can't, you know, hinder them like like uh, hinder Shinsuke, like gender. like AJ Styles, <laughs> like Kevin Owens, yes, like Jinder Mahal, yeah. Okay, you're saying that those same internet darlings don't love the Miz? No, they don't. They absolutely love the oh Miz being God. somebody they can you're, boo. You're, they don't. They are not. If you're trying to compare the way the I'm internet not, feels about the Miz to the way the internet feels about Shinsuke Nakamura, you're the dumbest person alive. I, no, I can't, you're dumb no, you're trying to make a point that doesn't exist. There is no Are comparison to how the internet feels about The Miz and how the internet feels about Shinsuke effing Nakamura. And you're insane. There are thousands Are of people that sing along to Shinsuke Nakamura's music every time he comes out. Thousands. They walk out of the arena right. singing Shinsuke right. Nakamura's music. You're, right. you're fucking you're right. stupid. I love you. You're this right. is the dumbest thing that you've attempted no. to do. No, that is not true, because every time he says, welcome to... Yes, they can't back Miz TV, and they go cheer, right back to exactly. booing We him cheer about everything. They, correct. <laughs> they'll do anything that involves, for fuck's sake, at the end of the show, Kalisto was dog shit when he walked out on Monday night. No one gave a fuck about Kalisto, which was a terrible mistake, by the way, and we'll get back we'll to get that. We'll get to that. No one gave a but shit. They, were doing lucha, and lucha. they still did the stupid Lucha Lucha thing, despite the fact that they didn't give a fuck that he was there. Anything that involves having something to chant back, people will get into. They worship Shinsuke Nakamura. You cannot they worship attempt the Miz care as this. Well. No, they, they worship, don't. Are, are they, respect they respect the Miz. The Miz. Yeah. They respect him as a performer and what he's done. It's a completely different thing. Walk around so the arena. Saying, tell me so how many Shinsuke Nakamura I, t-shirts so saying, you see. Now so tell me how many Miz I, t-shirts you see. So you're saying if you're so you're saying if I 
were to perhaps use a resource that we possess, such as, I don't know, our jobbing out Twitter, and I were to make a poll saying, do you love The Miz? You're saying that 90% of That's our such a, You are doing fans, that too broad. You're trying to do that to get what you want to accomplish. Walk realize, around realize, the fucking realize, arena, realize, AJ. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You realize, do you realize that from the jump of this, I said people love The Miz. That's been my entire argument. You've been screaming the whole time. So you no, you just that. compared the way that they love Shinsuke Nakamura to the way that they love The Miz. It's they not do. similar. It's not in the Just same. Like okay, put, put it up. Yesterday. Put it up. Who do you love more, Miz or Nakamura? Correct. Do that. That's not the point I'm making. No, you I just made that point. More. You I've just said watched. they love Shinsuke Nakamura as much as they love The Miz. So if that's the case, right. then we put up the poll, it'd be 50-50, right? It'd be dead down the middle. That's not what that means. Dude, this is a really dumb argument. This is yeah, really dumb because you. you know by you're you, wrong. You're, yeah, by you. No, it's not. I'm not wrong. If oh, that was the case, when I first started watching wrestling with Aaron, Aaron, quick question. Who yes. was you being the biggest internet nerd of all time? Who was your favorite wrestler? Uh, for me being the biggest internet had nothing to do with loving The Miz. Because I was the only Ooh. one on board The yeah, Miz. Yeah, correct. I was the only Answer? one for the longest time on board The Miz. And that's because I watched him on The Real World. It had nothing to do with wrestling. I was uh, the only and, one on that and, train. And, yes. and you're yeah, a huge internet wrestling nerd. Yes. And who is your favorite wrestler? Right. Obviously, <laughs> this is going to prove something because Aaron <laughs> likes The Miz. You've clearly accomplished something with that. I also I mean, liked Eva point, Marie. I also liked Eva Marie in her entrance. So this is not the best. Uh, he was also case. on Shinsuke Nakamura way before any of us were. Way before Correct. he was on Shinsuke Just like Nakamura. He was, because ho, ho, he was on Shinsuke Nakamura before way before any of us were right. And now all the internet people love Shinsuke Nakamura. Correct? Yes, yeah. they do. Okay. Just like he just said he was on The Miz before everyone else, and now all the internet people love The Miz, too. Dude, so thanks for making not, my point. Okay, okay, you're on. so on, on. wrong. I, and, and here's – I'm, I'm going, is, I'm going to put this down. I'm, go, I'm, I'm going to put this down the middle here. This is I, – I sort of see where AJ's going, but he's missing he's, one thing. It's way we, off. He's, people respect The Miz and really like his character, but they are not emotionally invested in The Miz. If The Miz, never, if the Miz never won a world title again – People, for the most part, wouldn't care. They don't want him to win. They like booing The Miz. If, it's if, part of why not like if The If Nakamura doesn't win, people are going to on Sunday. People are going to be pissed. It's it's. I, I can't even believe that we're doing this. Like I can't believe that we're wasting our breath on this. This is so nonsense. Walk so around the arena. Hold on, hold on, how so many Miz so T-shirts? When you go to a show, how many people are wearing Miz T-shirts? Name them. Tell me how many people. You can count them on two hands. There's a handful. That's it. The entire you know, you know what the, you know what this is going to end up being. I'm going to take pictures of every Miz. I hope you do. I hope you do. And I'm going to send them to you. God, by all means, yeah, by all That'd means, do that. You're, no, you're the one that's and, trying to compare the popularity of Shinsuke Nakamura to the you Miz. Won't even have enough, you won't even have enough memory on your shitty Android phone. Well, that's true. Hold all the that time. is that, true. I'm that, already all, out of memory. All that takes is one picture. That's I'm already out of that. He can't get our texts half the time. I don't even get half the dick pics that get sent to me anymore. The moral of the story is I'm not the one that's trying to compare the two. You're insane. Now, moving forward. No, I, I, once again, I never was trying to compare the you two. You did. All I said was that, no, you compared them. No, said you said. The internet, these are you your words. Pull up the uh, audio. You, all right. You used the I words. Hang up or are you going to let me? Are you going to let me? You're lying. It? You said it. No, I'm not. Oh, my God. No, I'm not. I said that the internet. You want, you want to put a botch on this? I, I will absolutely. Yes, I bet will. a botch I that you didn't will. say. That you didn't say that. Bet a botch right now. I already said that I would. Good. Wonderful. Wonderful. I look forward to this. Thank because you. Because if you listen to anything I said and you didn't just scream the entire time, the point of everything I said and what I said was it, that The Miz, once again, you're not letting me finish. Oh, my God. Once again, you, oh you tried God. to cut me off again. 
The Miz is loved by internet fans, which is my entire argument since this started. And you told me, no, he's not. They love to boo him. That no, they the do. A thousand percent true. One thousand percent they love to boo him. But you followed that up. You started there, and then you went the Shinsuke Nakamura route. No, I never brought up Shinsuke. No. You did. And then I said that the internet fans loved them both. I've never do, do, do you think do you think they I, do on, let me the same finish, level? Let me okay. finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm just gonna say let me finish until you guys love me. I please go back and we'll bet another botch that I never once said that the Miz was more loved than Shinsuke Nakamura. I never said that. Well Ever. we'll find out. We'll I find said, out what the exact quote I said was. That, I said the internet fans love the Miz just as much, just like they love Shinsuke Nakamura. I never once said that he loved him more. And so therefore, let's bet another botch on that. How about that? Well, hold on. Did, is it, what's the difference between just like that? Yeah, I don't, if, if I don't the love is just like, how is that not this. just as much? This is, it's like listening to the president. Just as much? No, it's not. Just as much and more are different things. I feel like both of you took English in high school. Yeah, it's, it's it, correct. It's negligible. That's what we're doing here. We're just dancing in circles. Or dancing in circles at this point. You're, you're, you're comparing The Miz to Shinsuke Nakamura. You're comparing okay. the popularity of The Miz, who, by the way, is super over mm. as a heel which you have admitted on this show millions of times, and you know yes. this is the reason why this is working. This was the perfect thing for them to do with Roman Reigns. This was it. This is not about all of a sudden professional wrestling fans waking up and saying, you know what, we've just been awfully hard on Roman Reigns the last couple of years. They put him in a program with The Miz. They did the one thing they could do that was absolutely foolproof with the tease of The Shield. That's what they did. It's super smart. It's the best thing they could do coming out of this you're situation. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because every person that's ever worked with The Miz immediately got more reaction than they ever did. Like Jason Jordan. Yes. I'm sorry it didn't work with Jason Jordan. You're right. That's the one. Everybody else they've had work with The Miz, we talked Damian about how much Sandow they did. Sandow is only good because of The yes, Miz. That was the, that was, somebody you're said right. that to me. That was, I think, AJ, right. if I remember you're right. correctly. You're right. You're absolutely correct. But guess what? Here's the problem, though. He had literally just finished working with Jason Jordan. So if The Miz was not enough to get Jason Jordan any cheers while he was working with Jason Jordan, why was he all of a sudden, one week later, enough to get Because nothing changed about The Miz. Let me finish. 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 How was he, one week later, able to get the guy that everybody hates, all the internet fans hate, why was he enough to get him actually cheered one week later after he wasn't enough to get any cheers for Jason Jordan Be- the night before. Because it's easier to get a, turn a negative reaction into a positive reaction than no reaction into a positive reaction. And I, I do think that's true. It's vastly. That's, it's so non-comparable. I can't even... It's the people that don't understand the opposite of love isn't hate. The opposite of love is indifference. You can't turn something that's nothing into something. You can't make it that way. But you can immediately, when people are passionate about something, further that passion. It's why people like to have hate sex. Because it works, right? Because there's passion involved. This is the way that it works. There's passion towards Roman Reigns. It was never indifference. It was never, we don't give a fuck that you're here. It was... Hello, so, 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 so the people who boo uh, Roman Reigns... Yes, they care enough those, to do it. Do those people like The Miz? I'm sure some of them, yes. Most of them, all of them like The Miz. Every person that's booed Roman Reigns because he's gotten too much opportunity... Even the people the that like The Miz boo The Miz. We play along with The Miz. It's the point. Okay, how many of you guys have ever booed The Miz? I have a thousand percent. One thousand percent I have. have Because it's what you're supposed to do. And I like being a good wrestling fan. I'm like, why why are you such a smart guy cheering for all the heels? God, all the good wrestling. I know for a fact you've never booed The Miz, okay? Let's let's pump your brakes back a little bit. I actually don't believe that to be true. (laughs) 
I don't believe that to be remotely true because Aaron is a pretty play along wrestler. I, I like I do like I, yeah. in, in the middle of the oh I, I've never booed I, during his entrance, but like as he's go you know when he says something oh you know screw you DC I I probably have booed I don't know for sure, but I nope. definitely even nope. guys I, I've been to enough wrestling shows with you where the Miz came out where you've never booed him. You've popped every single time. Yes, every time his entrance has hit, and then during and the and, and, and then during and the you've promos, clapped along and said, oh, this is awesome." This is yeah, the Miz is the best. Well, he is the best. Well, the Miz is the best. That is <laughs> yes. true. The Miz is the best. That is accurate. Nobody's arguing with that. That's the one thing. That's that my entire point. On. Because people, internet nerds, a la Aaron, love the Miz, and no one loves the Miz as much as I do. Damn it! I don't know. Is this is this a competition? I that's right. That was that that's right. That might be true. I really truly believe no one loves the Miz Damn as much it. as I. Me and Miz, get, not Miz and Maurice. Me and Miz. That's they, the destiny. This is the difference, right? They think that Baron Corbin is a heel. Baron Corbin, no one gives a fuck about. Baron Corbin can walk around for months and no one gives a shit. They don't care enough to boo. The Miz is over because people care enough to boo. That's the way that it works. You smartly, there is no one else that exists that you could have transitioned Roman Reigns into that could have immediately sided people with Roman Reigns. You couldn't have done it. There's not one person that exists on that card. Not one? Not There's one. Not one? Not one. Name it. Name the person. So... so- John Cena. They tried that. How'd that go? And guess what? And guess what happened? John Cena People, got cheered. Well, he also killed. I mean, right. he absolutely. Right. He, so part of that why, being because Roman Reigns' promos would, were terrible. Why would the Miz be? Because he's more over as a heel. Because as oh, much God. as John Cena is disliked by the internet community, there's still thousands of screaming kids out there that like John Cena. He's not over as a heel. The Miz is over as a heel. By far. And, and, here's, and here's the thing. I think Miz is better at getting his opponent over than Cena is. Miz way better at yes. that. Yes. And, and yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think that's a skill. It's a skill that Miz has that very few people have anymore where he, you know, he yes, he act, gets himself over. He acts he, like a weasel. He gets his opponent over. Right. John Cena doesn't act like a weasel. Never would. He doesn't do that. That's not John Cena's character. It's the perfection character of The Miz is that he's a weasel. You naturally are inclined to not like his character. Even though you like The Miz, you're inclined to not like the character and to want to see him get his comeuppance because he's a fucking weasel. That's the way that it works. I, 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 can't, I can't believe we're arguing this. I can't believe that this I, no, is not... No, it's, it's cool. Don't worry. You've set yourself behind the eight ball. Every single time Miz gets pops and cheers... And everything, I'm going to make sure that I ruin you not watching Raw Live by telling you what happened and why. Well, I don't give a shit about so that. <laughs> I'm not going to give a shit about that. For fuck's sake. How many times don't has The worry. Miz gotten uh, cheered? Every, How many times? Every single oh, Because if, some, if someone cheers, if there's one person who cheers, nope, or if he says nope, something funny. A, nope, there's a whole bunch of grown-ass men cheering The Miz every single week. I, Just like there's a whole bunch of grown-ass men booing Roman. Every single week, even last week. Last week they were toned out because there was more people cheering Roman. But there's people that are booing Roman every single week. Correct. I dare you to listen to any wrestling podcast so what that you're isn't saying, ours. I dare you to mm-hmm. listen to any wrestling podcast that is not ours. And tell me that you won't hear at least one dude running down Roman Reigns but that's, every single your, week. Your point is Kyrie because someone it, exists. Kyrie did it two weeks ago. Right. Kyrie ran down Roman Reigns two weeks ago. What you're trying I, to say is because someone fan. does it, because one or because the, the the minority of people do it, that makes up a group of people. That constitutes oh, it's significant. God. Now the minority. Now it's the minority of fans booing Roman Reigns. No, no, no. Around. I'm talking that's about the Miz. Point? The minority of fans oh, are God. cheering the Miz by far. The minority by far. It's not close. There are oh, there are more grown men cheering the Miz 
than there are grown men. Uh, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I God, God bless doing that that math. I mean, if you want to sit down there and try to pull out every single person from the crowd and do that, I am all for it. Let's go ahead so and do you it. Really, I, so I'm you not really giving you anything there on are that. More adult no, I'm saying I don't so know because that's such an insane number I, to try to come up with a comparison you, for. I can't do it. It's, it's an impossibility. Insane. It's a very simple. It's a very simple thing. You just said that. John Cena was beloved by kids, and yet you weren't able to pull out every single child out of the crowd. No, but I can that. tell there's a boatload of children in the crowd, in, and they're all rooting for John Cena. In, in matches, in Miz matches, let, let's take out the Jason Jordan, because Jason Jordan is such it's a... Shit. In, in, the, in the previous ones, during the match, like, let, let's ignore the entrances. During the match, who got booed and who got cheers? So let, let's look at... What was at, the match he was in Let's before. go Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose got cheered, but that's because John Dean Cena. Ambrose, people liked him. John Cena. Actually, actually, the Miz got cheered in that match. I in the that, match no. at Mania, there were not. That was split at best. At best. Yeah. Okay. Split means that the heel got more cheers than he should. Therefore, well, that might be cheers. true because it was John Cena. Correct. Uh, Dolph okay. Ziggler. Miz, without a doubt. No, oh, dude, that no. was that was the most over Dolph dude, Ziggler has been drunk. in four years. Was in that feud. Come on, man. Come y'all really on. be pretending. It's all right. It's a, y'all the same people that be talking shit. It's okay. You can pretend that these things are Are you true. saying Miz got cheered over Ziggler You're trying to suggest matches? that Miz was more over as a face than Dolph Ziggler was during that stretch. I never once said he was over as a face. Who I got, said who from got the cheered beginning. Yeah, cheered. You think he got more cheers than Dolph Ziggler did during that stretch? Yes, I do. Why In do those matches. Were we talking about Dolph that Ziggler? ladder match being like okay, people okay. crying over him winning? Oh, my God. Okay. Quick question. If Dolph Ziggler was so over as a face in that, why is he working this angle now saying no one cares about him four months later? I haven't understood anything that they've done with <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, dog. I haven't understood because, a single because, thing because that they've stopped, done with Dolph Ziggler. working with Miz. Probably true. Probably true. That's probably the reality. They tried to, they tried to carry it over. How'd that work when they had him working with fucking... The fuck was that? They had him working with Apollo Crews. How'd that go? Jesus Christ. God, it was just awful. I, I don't know what... Let, we we got to move yeah, on. We've talked we, we spent way. circles. All right. I don't, I don't uh, know what let, we're doing. She, anything else we have to talk about the Shield? I, I loved the ending. I thought that was perfect. I would have faded it out a little bit earlier. Like, as soon as Roman Reigns nodded, I would have had it fade out instead of them walking away. That's nitpicking. That's just pure nitpicking. I loved yeah, the segment. I mean, it was great. It was great. I liked how they did it. I liked that they didn't say any... You know, that it was just... Just the nod, yes. I thought that was the right way to go about doing it. Because it also teases something that, like, it's possible that it might not be as clean as you think it is next well, week. And, I, I think it'll be clean. I, I do still think that. Like I said, I don't think this is long term. I think that I could absolutely see uh, Ambrose turning on both of them and that kind of carrying the, carrying re- reigns through the feud when he's not in the title picture directly. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I think they're going to be the Shield up until and through WrestleMania. I just I just don't know what you do as the Shield. Well, you, but there. I think that AJ's point a week ago was uh, was was true, which is you don't have to do it as the Shield. As the, the Shield. shield you, the DX didn't do everything together as DX. They had you know Triple H doing his thing. They had the Outlaws doing their thing. You can absolutely still be the and Shield. They've already, and they've already started doing that because, I mean, literally for the last three weeks, I think. Dean and Seth have not even been involved in the same segments. Right, they're they're like over with Braun, which is interesting. Exactly, but that's the that that's what I think the key. I think the key the Shield after they're done with, uh, what I thought was going to do is they were going to come together to fight the Miztourage because that was going to be like not enough like not enough competition for them, and then they were going to move to the Miz and Sheamus and Cesaro after that. 
Um, but now they've already started there, so I think the next logical thing to have them do, which I don't think is well, it just depends if, on Survivor if, if your, if your Series. Goal, if your goal is to, if their goal is to establish Roman as a face, so he can face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, and establish. You can use the shield to, while establishing Roman as a very over face, you establish Braun Strowman as a heel because they're going after Braun Strowman. Yeah, all that. It's, it's definitely possible. Actually, the, the Braun thing, I'd love, because we were trying to figure out, like, what do you do with Braun over the next few months? He seems to be in a little bit of a weird position right now. Uh, Braun versus the shield. <laughs> well, no, well, I, I mean, that would work. Well, no, I'd love Braun to uh, single-handedly win the tag titles. That would be pretty great. I, 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 it, I, I don't think they would do that. But I, I don't be, think yeah. they would, but I think that would be, you know, that would put him in that really unique scenario. You, it right. puts him on a different level well, than everybody it, else. But then also, you know, it's the sideshow-ish, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I hear you. I, I don't think that's going to happen. It but probably I, won't, but I think they should. Um, look, I, there's still the Samoa Joe will be back at some point. I don't know when. He will be back at some point, and he's a factor here. At some point, Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt aren't going to work together forever. Um, Finn, Finn Balor and Sister Abigail, I guess. I mean, I, I, Jesus Christ, yo, that looks, dude, that looks sick. Is, is, is he going to wrestle as Sister Abigail? Because I think he is. He's gonna. He's not going to wrestle as Sister Abigail. He's going to wrestle, I think, channeling Sister Abigail, and that's what the paint is for him. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be the demon versus, and I think they'll bill it as Sister Abigail. Ugh, I don't know that I love that. I, I don't know I don't if know I do I either. That. But you know what? It's something. All right. What else do we need to hit on from Monday night? I mean, we didn't really get into the full. I mean, I. I, boy, I, you you couldn't. Every week, you look dumber and dumber about your Enzo takes. Um, they could not have more faith in the guy. They could not have more trust in the guy. They could not believe in him more as a star. Though he's than, definitely a heel. No. Oh my God. How can you? How are you still doing this? There's nothing more evident about him not no, definitely said, being a heel. No. 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 Oh, 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 wait. Are you saying? Yes. That two people can have a, an opinion about whether somebody's a heel or a face, and it's crazy. Anyway, um, heel. Enzo, which is what he is. He's no. coward. He's coward Enzo. Coward usually. He's, he, he's heel coward Enzo. Because the entire he, locker room attacks him and he doesn't want to face the before, entire locker room. Before he, you know, last week he said the, if anybody touches me, they lose a title shot. Now it's, if anybody touches me, I, you're going to get fired. That is a heel move. The entire locker room attacks you and you don't want that fight and that makes you a coward? This was before anyone attacked him. They were all standing on the apron. Because he called him out to run him down and call him children. No, he didn't run them down until they were already out there. That's not what a heel does. Again, it's what a guy that they're trying to position as being bigger than everyone else on the show does. But okay, hold this on. is not who's, a heel face this, thing. Wait, who is this bigger He's than everybody? Who is this bigger than everybody else does who hasn't been a heel? Are you talking about like Hollywood Rock or The Miz, who's a star? No, no, is no. That they, who you're they've never about? been in that position. The Miz has never been in a position where he was bigger than everybody else on the show. He had an ego. He was but, very clearly positioned. But as being who's, bigger. who's been a face who's bigger than everybody else? On they the haven't show? done. They've never put the entire locker room against one person that was an authority figure. They've never done that before. What they're really doing is dressing down everyone that's on two hundred five live and showing kind that of none problem. of them. This is the real thing. None of them. Are faces and none of them so, are heels so, currently. So, okay, and, none and, of them. And that are. might be, and if that's the case, and, and nobody's anything, that says a lot about what. Oh, they it think states. About it states live. probably something about two hundred five live. There's no doubt, but they don't kind of have a choice because they weren't getting anything out of two hundred five live. That's the reason why they're doing all of this because they've identified Enzo's a star. So, you guys are nothing. So the so the I, I mean then I then I question their whole strategy because then their strategy is to say. 
we're, we're putting this star on a show that doesn't matter because nobody else on the show matters. Well, they're trying to get him to rub off on these other dudes. But, but they're, at having some it point, by do, but that, they're doing it by making him not a heel, crazy. not a face, and running down everybody. They can't continue to do it to everybody. At some point now, it looks like it's going to be Kalisto for now, which is dumb. Oh, my God, that was atrocious. Especially the way they did it. When he had the long yeah, right? pause, it, it had to and, be Gargano correct, or somebody correct. like that. Correct. It was really rough when they did it that way, and that really hurt Kalisto. In any world where they thought – like, it's, it's like they're not listening. Like, if you're trying to make him a heel, you better start making him a heel at some point because all you're doing is getting more and more Enzo chants. That's all you're getting is more and more people that are stoked because you're not making him a heel, because he's coming out and being a star of stars, because he's coming out and being the best, because he's coming out and being hilarious and killing everybody well, on that, the roster. That he is being all hilarious. of those things. He's a star is what he is. He is singling out that I am better than everyone. There are no heels. You don't know who the heels are on 205 Live anymore. You don't know. Are you saying the entire locker room is faces now? All of them? If they're you facing that, Enzo. It doesn't work. The entire locker room is not faces. That's well, not the way okay, that this works. When, when, when they face they Enzo, they're faces. You literally just said Roman is over as a face because he's facing the Miz. So why does right. it not Individually, that- one of them can be a face in that circumstance. You cannot suggest everyone on the show is a face or else you can't have them face anyone. I, I, I can say that everybody is a face when they're facing Enzo. Which is what Eric so, said. Well, they, how'd that work when they tried with talk. Kalisto? How'd that work? Well, it didn't work. Correct. Because, because they're not. Because, because the apathy. The apathy factor. Because they're not faces. Because okay. Enzo's a star. Fine. Then, then if every, no one's a face and no one's a heel on the show, that, that's the only argument here for him that he's not a face. He's, is that if no one's well, he's a not face. a heel is what you're trying or, to what, you know, Yeah. That if, if nobody is anything on 205 Live, which just sends so many problems well, about I, that I show. don't disagree with that whatsoever. I don't disagree with that at all. But you need, all you needed was that moment to understand it. Kalisto can't get shit. He can't be over when he goes up against Enzo. Well, because Enzo's get not a heel. Well, if, 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 it was, uh, if it was Johnny Gargano? Yeah, Johnny Gargano is a completely different circumstance, yes. Johnny Gargano is already a face. He's already established as a star. Like, he's already there. I think you, there could have been a lot of people who, not, who weren't necessarily Gargano. Name the guys that would have come out other than Johnny Gargano. Name them. I mean, if, like, let's say, let's say, I'm trying to think who would be a heel that could have qualified. Uh, boy, who's a small... If uh, Eric Young came out. No one would care. Come on, dude. You're not know. really trying to suggest that Eric Young's walking in and all of a sudden the place is going nuts. I don't know about going nuts, but he would get cheers. He wouldn't get the dead silence that Kalisto got. Maybe not dead silence. It would not have been anything that would have been. They can't do this. They cannot let. This is, and they're not trying to, and I can't stress this enough. It's very clear, and I'm not well, saying Well, this, if, if, if they're not trying to, then they're fucking up 205 Live in the process. Well, because they, they kind of had to. They didn't really have a choice with that. Well, they don't, have Live to, they don't up. have to say 205 Live is irrelevant in the process. Well, they didn't have to say that. Well, Everybody knew. Well, but now they are establishing it that you should not care about 205 Live because 205 Live so, does not matter. No, no, you should care because Enzo's here. That's what they're doing. Okay, then you should care about one, the rest. Which is one more reason that you had to care about them before. Okay, that's fine. You had zero but, but reasons now, but to now care. You, are, but you had zero dimes. You, you had zero reasons to care before, but they didn't come out and say you have zero reasons to care. Now they're well, saying yeah. you have one reason to care about this. You should not care about the rest of 205 Live I mean, unless Enzo is involved. I mean, oh, and, and, dog. And, <laughs> dude, I'm not saying you're wrong, yeah, but there's right. a difference between it being a fact and WWE coming out and saying, do not care about but the are rest they, of Were they supposed to keep pretending like people did? Were they supposed to keep pretending like 205 find Live? A, find a reason for them to care about it. That's your job. Make them care well, about I, it. I think what they're hoping is that ultimately this comes out of that with people caring about 205 Live because people tuned in because Enzo was there. I but, think but, but you're also they're... telling them not to care about it. You're telling them not to care about anybody else unless they're facing Enzo. You are coming out and saying that well, they essentially, don't matter. Yes, that's essentially what you're doing. And, and but you're hoping that because they face Enzo, but, there are going to be people that they care okay, about. But if, they're, but if they're not facing Enzo, then what? 
Well, dude, it's definitely a problem. But again, yeah. it's no bigger problem than you had before. I'd argue it might be a little bit bigger. How? They nobody cared. Nobody cared, but there w- that was just that was choice whether or not they cared. Now you're saying WWE, even if there was, but when you now, start at, at point, zero, if you go to zero, you're not lower well, than now, where you now were. I think they're negative. I think they're negative. <laughs> you can't do that. I, I can. It doesn't work that I way. I do think they can. In this it doesn't case. work that way. You're, you're at a zero, and you're saying it's I, a zero. I, then I, you're still the same number. I, I think what they're saying is, even if there's a good storyline elsewhere on 205 Live, if it doesn't uh, involve Enzo, WWE is telling you don't care about. This. I mean, there's I'm, there's an argument for that. Why, but I, why do you? Why, why do you guys think that WWE is saying that? Because they're coming out and saying 205 Live doesn't matter I mean, besides they, Enzo. They really are. They are literally lumping every single other person on the show into a nameless, faceless, we don't give a fuck about you, you're just going to be one of a million people here. This works like if it was he was going up against six of them, and six of them had banded together to be the core, for example. Like, I'm just throwing out a name. I don't know if it's one that anyone's ever considered The Nexus, before. maybe? Maybe they call themselves the Nexus. Then that group of six gets a bit of a bump. That group of six becomes a more significant group. They are identifying. They're separating themselves. They are compelling. They're doing something that's interesting. They are literally saying that none of these guys are different than anybody else. They're all just sycophants that aren't as good as Enzo. That's what they're saying. They're, they're coming right out and doing that in front of you. And yes, I don't disagree that it's not the way that I would want to treat a bunch of superstars. But I, I, don't, I don't see it like that. I see it as none of them have a chance, because of how they beat Enzo's ass, none of them have a chance to get a shot at Enzo. So because of that, they're all the same. Not that they're all, like, I don't think anyone would say any of them are actually worse wrestlers than Enzo. Therefore, if he wrestles in a match with any of them, you expect him to lose. So to say that he is, that's why the whole gimmick is, I don't have to wrestle any of you to defend my title. And if you actually hit me, you get fired. Which is a heel move, but if it's not a heel, then that just makes it. He is a heel. He's 100% a heel. He's, he's just a heel that people like. He's, a, he's Austin 1996. If, if he's you're a rock, heel, like say The, the Miz, you get people over. He's not getting... They, they can't... This is not what they're using the, en, the Enzo character for. And I... I'm, I'm mm, Boy, I gotta be careful that I'm not giving anything away here. Um, this is... If you want to compare it to something, it's more comparable to, again, Brock Lesnar. That was the comparison that I was given was you can compare it to Brock Lesnar, that at a certain point, they don't really give a shit how you feel about Brock Lesnar. They just don't. They don't care if you love him. They don't care if you hate him. They're not going to do anything more to try to get him over. They're not going to try anything more. They, they, this, the character of Brock Lesnar is what it is. They don't, they don't do anything to work on Brock Lesnar's character. Can we all agree on that? They have done nothing to yes. try to change the character Brock of Brock, Brock. Lesnar. Yes. He is what he is. Since he became Suplex City, he's Right, Brock. that's yes. essentially what he is. That was the comparable that I was given. I was given that comparable, again, from someone that knows something. I I can't give too much away. Um, We can probably piece things together. Well, no, I don't think you can. I don't think it's a simple – I don't think that's the case. Okay. Well, we all know that you spend every Sunday night um, in Greenwich, Connecticut. That's true. That is true. I do do that. That's a good point. It was actually Pete Gass who told me. Pete Gass. That was the one. I was on the mean streets of Greenwich, Connecticut, (laughs) hanging out with uh, Rodney and the boys. Um, that what they're essentially saying is th- this is what, what you're doing with Enzo is making him so that he's more important than everybody else. That's the character for Enzo right now is he's more important than everybody else. Um, it, it's not his job is not to specifically be a heel to get someone else over as a face. His job is to be someone that you give a fuck about. And so whatever he's doing, you care about. Um, that's the character. That's what it is. 
And that's, again, given what, given what you're working with, that was probably the best thing that you could possibly do here. If you brought Enzo on as a straight face, that wasn't really going to work either. You right. know what I mean? Like, that wasn't really just going to work that way. You, you're dealing How long with, is Tommaso Ciampa out? Probably till Rumble, or around the Rumble or so. I mean, I would have been all for it being Gargano, for the record. I would have absolutely, specifically the way that they did it. The way that they did it With really, a long pause. Really hurt them that it ended up being, I mean, that was really, really dumb. Because I, I mean? like, honestly, I expected it to be Kalisto, and then they did the long pause, and like, I was like, oh, oh wait. Oh, it can't this- just be Kalisto, yeah. Right. Correct. I mean, like, again, there's nothing wrong with you introducing Kalisto to 205 Live, because for God's sakes, he's not doing anything so, anywhere else. Again, and I, but I, go, going back to what I said before, and it is weird fantastic. that they have to, Kurt Angle has Dude, to sign him when he yeah. was on yeah. Raw back in April. Right. What's that? You, you, rest, you wrestling fans piss me off. Why? Because, because Kalisto's been nothing but... Oh, I agree. He's been great. Movie. But they haven't done anything with him. They're not doing and anything yet, with Kalisto. So why not put him on 205 so, Live? So what? But when they didn't do anything with Dolph Ziggler for a while, you bitched about Aaron saying Dolph Ziggler didn't matter. It was completely... Kalisto has never been the world champion. There's no comparable between Kalisto and Dolph Ziggler. You're right. And Dolph Ziggler's never had a... Uh, other than... His only moment he's ever had, like Kalisto did at TLC two years ago, was when he cashed in after WrestleMania. It was a pretty Both significant the- moment, dog. It's I not know, really I, comparable. I, 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 I wouldn't put but, those. But yeah, they're not comparable. I'm, I'm, I'm saying those two moments are comparable is the point I'm making. No, they're not. One Why is not? making you the world champion. One's meaning that you're going to be well, in the what, Hall of Fame. One, one goes into like montage on crowd reactions, yes. and one was a cool thing, but yeah, one goes on. into... A cool thing, but it's one of the best spots in the history of. It was a great spot. Nobody's arguing about it. It was a tremendous spot. Yeah, name it. Yeah, everybody's agreeing it was a cool spot. What? It was a cool hell spot. Nobody's debating that. Are are you going to compare it with Foley going off of the cell? Right. Like it is not become an iconic moment. That's my point. It's it's in that upper echelon. Yes. When have you seen it? Like. I'm trying to figure out in the world. I mean, it was super cool. Nobody is debating this. Like, if you're just saying that it should be that way, I understand that. But you have not really trying to attempt to argue that it's become an iconic moment that people discuss over and over and over again and gets relived and replayed all of the time because it, it hasn't. It just when I'm when you talk about like greatest spots in those gimmick matches, that's one that you talk about. Period. I have like, not. You t- okay. Right. Are you? Are you? Uh, you talk about Foley going off the cell. You talk about Shane going off the cell. You talk about Shane jumping off the me- the Titan Tron. You talk about Jeff Hardy doing all those crazy shits. You talk about Jeff Hardy doing a swanton through the table at WrestleMania. I mean, uh, and, yeah. And and yes, and then the ver- to me, I guess I I guess I'm just smarter than everybody else. I mean, I maybe you are, dude. Maybe that's what it is. I, I mean, I like, just don't I don't pres- I don't pretend that something I saw two years ago that was absolutely incredible that made me jump out of my seat never happened. I don't, I don't think anybody's trying to pretend like it didn't happen. I think there's a big difference in trying to say that it's, like, one of the most iconic moments ever when, like, th- that just hasn't been the case. Like, I, I get it. It was super cool. Dude, nobody's arguing. We loved it. Yeah, it was amazing. But WWE hasn't built it up as one of their top right. moments in the history of WWE. Like, I'm, I just I, – look, I'm, I'm not – this is not – I don't really want to get into a thing where we're, like, shitting on Kalisto because I like Kalisto. And I think the Kalisto – I mean, you've good, been doing that for about – you've both been doing that for about half an hour already, but. Well, they didn't get a reaction from him. Like, that was what I was saying, was that they, they, they did a terrible job of setting that up and then getting nothing out of it. If this is supposed to be your heel versus your face, that was not a good look. You did not have a heel and a... Well, you did. You had a heel and a face, I guess. It was just the opposite of the way that you wanted it to be. I mean, I don't even know that you really had that. I think you had a guy that people cared about and a guy that just nobody seemed to care about. But again, I think you did that poorly. I don't think that's on Kalisto. I think Kalisto's great, and I think that the more opportunities you give Kalisto, you just go out and work great matches, 
that that the better he is because that's what he does. I'm not. This is. I'm, and, and maybe the problem is they're not making Enzo a heel. And if they did make Enzo very clearly a heel, maybe and they it, might be in a better place to be able to get Kalisto over as a face. I mean, they might. They, again, this is a an awkward spot that they're in because they don't really want Enzo to be a face or a heel. They want him to matter. And he does. And that's what they've accomplished out of it. They've made viably 205 Live be a focal part of a show for two straight weeks, which was never going to happen otherwise. And it's been very viable. It's been very reasonable. It's involved someone that came out the crowd was amped for, was hyped for, wanted to see, wanted to chant along with, wanted to do all the same shit. They've accomplished it. It's working to some extent. Is it awkward? Yeah, it's awkward. It's awkward that they're trying to, I guess, do two things because they wanted to do that and have another big moment with Kalisto, and they didn't get a big moment out of Kalisto. I, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to serve too many masters. I, I don't know what the answer is, but I don't think anybody can answer that the Enzo thing has been anything other than gold. Everything they've gotten out of Enzo has been exactly what they wanted. He is an effing star. Well, apparently not exactly because you didn't get the Well, Kalisto you didn't get the big moment out yeah. of Kalisto, but I... I I don't know. Again, I don't know. I, well, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I'm just saying is yeah, right? you know, don't, don't say they've gotten everything I guess, out of it. I guess, yeah, you're right. I, I just don't know in what world you thought you were going to get something else than that, given the circumstances. Um, but Enzo has been a magician. I mean, he's been exactly what we all know him to be. He's a goddamn brilliant performer. He's incredible when there's a microphone in his hands. And he has Correct. been absolutely outstanding for the last couple of weeks. It will be interesting to see. I still think they could end up... I don't, I don't think they no. Based on what I know, I don't think there's any chance they fully turn him heel. I don't think that they would do that. I don't think that they would create a face faction to try to fight Enzo and do a face faction heel faction. I don't think they. Want I don't, that. I don't think. I don't know why you keep saying faction. Well, they have to do something. You know I, what mean, I mean, like, just the the way. How that, are they going to separate the card? Well, they, what they've done right now, currently with the card, is we don't have any heels and we don't have any faces. Right. Nobody is different than anybody else. Right. At some point, that's you have not to, true. But, but then, but then, if you have a fact, that's not. How does true. anybody who's never turned in for two hundred five live know who's a heel and who's a face right now? If that's you've watched point. that segment that, for two that weeks, is, you're, that's that is my point. The point is to get you to tune into two hundred five live, in which you see who's a face and who's a heel. Well, then they got to do that. They got to keep doing that, and then they have to they take do. that. But they are. You have to take that with you to Raw. You can't continue you to can't have they it don't exist. have raw contracts, apparently. Well, I mean, that's weird. <laughs> you can't have these guys exist in two places, and on one place there's faces and, one pl- and there's heels, and the other place nobody's a face and nobody's heels. You have to do it both places. You can't just say, we're all together on one show, and then on the other show, no, we like each other and we don't like each other. You can't continue to do that. It doesn't work. If they're going to have rivalries, they can't all come out as a unified front together on Monday night. You can't do it Why that way. Why can't they? Because they don't like each other. That's the concept. And That's why they have so matches never, against each other on so, Tuesday so, night. So you've, so you've never once heard the, the phrase, enemy of my enemy is my friend? Ever? Of never? course Not I've once? heard that. But you, why is it that you'd be fighting each other on Tuesday night if on Monday night you were all working together? Because they hate Enzo that much. Because So that explains that why it is that you're fighting on Tuesday night. On Monday night, you're all together. Everyone is a unified front. And one night later, you dislike somebody so much that you have to fight them? You don't have you're not. You're not fighting them... All right, bro. Now you're acting like an asshole being an idiot. No. You, you just don't have a point. Like the people, you know, the, the argument you're making is that people on 205 Live book their matches themselves because they don't like each other, which we all know is not the case in any st- type that's, of that's, that's typical. That's a very simple ca- wrestling concept. We, we have a match because I don't like you. That's a very simple, wrestling, simple D- wrestling concept. DJ Perkins and Rich Swan are feuding right now. Right. Yeah, and they had matches that they didn't quote-unquote – Decide. I hate you. That's why. But I'm but now they are. But but in this moment, they hate each other. You Correct. just had TJP. You're fight. right. You're yes. right. And they spent a month being best friends, still fighting each other. So your point doesn't make any sense. But but why are they out there together? That's on the Raw? point. Is, the is point is, they can't is. do both. You can't do both. 
You can't both be on a unified front and then say one night later, but now we actually hate each other. It doesn't work. That's not – name one time in professional wrestling that that's worked. One time ever. Any match that any from anybody from WCW had against another person on WCW that wasn't in the NWO the entire time the NWO had a run? They didn't always come out together, well, no. And, and, they didn't and bring du- out the entire locker room together. WCW was, yeah. So are you, that was are you one sure of their the problems. Entire locker room, are you sure the entire locker room? They didn't bring the entire when, locker room when, out when, regularly. When Every, week by won, week. They did not come out week Sting, by week as the entire locker when, room. And Sting won the title? The yes, they came out and celebrated. The, 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 the entire locker room is poured out when guys to celebrate with guys. That's happened. They did not come out as a unified front to stand down one person or to stand down the NWO. They did not come out together like that. No. And that, that was one of WCW's problems, is that they didn't do that. Well, they probably could have, yes. They probably should have made it more of an all-versus-one. But even then, it still would have been a faction, and a, that's the way that they would have painted it. That they're, here's half the people on one side and half the people on the other side. This, it's an easy way to do it. I'm not, this is not hard. This is something that you can do fairly easily. But you can't forever have it be everybody against one. Well, there, there is one way you can do it. That's if you go back to the way, and, and I've heard some people talk about this, Go back to the way the way the Cruiserweight Classic worked. Kind of take storyline out of 205 Live. And just make, make it, it wrestling matches? Ma- make it more of an athletic venture. You do some storylines on Raw, but on 205 Live, you make it an athletic competition. You actually could. What they could do is have 205 Live have a tournament to decide who faces Enzo at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, that could be one way to do it. I guess I mean, my, my thought back to, to what you but, is, what, but, why, why bring over Enzo if you're going to go the route of an athletic right, exactly, competition? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Right. Kind of purpose defeating. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, because 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 then he can be like the like the Miz really like his like he just recently in the last few years started like wrestling long matches on Raw and SmackDown and that. Before then, like he if he had the belt, he would wrestle at the pay per view and then he would wrestle like short matches on the shows. Like, right, but and just cheat I, I'm not. Or, I'm not really even saying that it's because Enzo can't wrestle. What I'm saying is more like you're bringing over a larger than life personality to then put him on a show that's supposed to only be about wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, what? no, but I'm saying, but you're having people tune in to see him, and then they see all these wrestlers, and then that's but, why they care about the show. I, I guess. Then, I mean, then I, yeah. mixed, it, it, that becomes mixing because I literally I was saying make it I like mean, the cruiserweight classic. Right. Do not have many promos. Do not. Your, your argument is that someone who has the WWE network isn't going to tune in just and like like someone because they tuned in to see Enzo, but because while watching the WWE network, they saw two guys that they didn't really give a shit about do an incredible match, and then they no, like, oh, not, I shit, think that's I what they're like going to do this. anyway. I think that's what they're going to do anyway. What I'm saying is this: the concept that Aaron's pitching is it's all wrestling. It's not there aren't faces and there aren't heels and there aren't. This is it's an athletic competition. And when you do that, like, there's naturally fit. going to be less personality to that. Like, that, that's the concept. The concept is a personality-free show. And why would you want to have Enzo on a personality-free show? Like, that's, I, it, this doesn't Because gel. you can have Enzo, because all you need is Enzo to cut promos. But, but I, I'm Enzo saying you don't cut promos. I'm right, saying you make this like the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, that's, that's Aaron's idea. I, okay. I understand what you're who saying. Did you get that, who did you get this idea from that WWE was going to have a network television show where no one has any promos? I, I didn't. I didn't say WWE would do that, but I'm just saying that the Cruiserweight Classic got over. 205 Live didn't. I could absolutely 
see them thinking, okay, what got right, what could what can make this different? What yeah. can make this different than a typical wrestling show? I'm not look. I don't think it's something they're going I, to do. I don't think I, it's something, yeah. but it's, it would be an interesting idea right. to pursue. The idea of having a wrestling show where we're just here to do wrestling—that's all we're doing—is an interesting concept. It's an interesting concept that doesn't currently exist that they could consider doing to try to separate it and from other shows. And will never exist. I would tend I would probably. tend to argue it's probably not the best for the WWE and for what they're doing. But they're trying to figure something out with 205 Live. I mean, they, they're openly admitting. They're doing it right in front of our faces. We know this isn't working. Don't know. I've got my theories on why, it, why it's not working. I've explained it over and over again. That it was always stupid for them to say, we're going to separate these people and pretend like they don't exist with the rest of the card. I've thought that from day one it was a dumb thing. But everybody's got their own theories on why it's not working. They're openly admitting in front of you, this has not worked. We've got to try something else. We've got to do something. Um, it's not. It's not working because all the people that bitch and complain for fucking ten years that there weren't cruiserweights aren't tuning in to two hundred five live to see cruiserweights. Well, I mean, they, they probably overplayed their hand. They probably expected that there was going to be more of an audience than and, really was. And they was. didn't have to do much work. I think that's what they what it is. They thought right, they could just, they, say, just put it on. Cruiser it just exists, it right? And you can't just put it on. You've got to do the work. We say it all the time. You got to do the work, whether it's a character, whether it's a storyline, or whether it's a show. You gotta give us a reason I, to care. I don't disagree with that. And but they didn't do they didn't do the work for the Cruiserweight Classic, and people tuned in and loved that. It was new. The, it was new. That and but the work was you get to see these guys you've never been able to see before. Right. That was the work. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's you get to see those same guys that you but loved you've seen in them the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. There's something to be said for you've seen them. But you loved them in the Cruiserweight Classic, though. I. I. Dude. I look. Glenn loved Goldberg lo- coming back for one show. He didn't yeah. love Goldberg winning the title. There's a lot of things that like you're really in on, and then when it's a week by week commitment to it, you're like, eh, I don't know, man. You know, like I got other things going on. Am I gonna not watch football this week so I can watch those guys? I. They also caught it in the summer. The summer was the perfect time for the Cruiserweight Classic because there's less going on, right? Like, it was more of an investment. I don't know if I would have been as invested in the Cruiserweight Classic in the fall when I've got a lot of my week already blocked out for having to watch other things. I don't know. I'm, I, maybe I would have because it was that good. That was quality. It also hurt them that the, the star, the Kota Ibushi, didn't come back for 205 Live, right? Like, that would have helped them a great deal. That was the star of the show. Um, there's a million things, but they're kind of openly like. And I actually give them credit for this. I really do. I have no problem with them openly admitting in front of everyone the same thing that we already know. Like it's one of the things that I think we criticize them for is like we all know something and they're pretending like it doesn't exist. They're all admitting, okay, this hasn't worked. We know it hasn't worked. You're not into this. We're trying to figure it out. Um, we know you're into Enzo, so we're going to take a chance on that because we know you're into it. Let's see if that can't work. But I do think that this is more exploratory than that, that this is more we're just trying to find anything that might work when it comes to 205 Live that can get you to be into this extra show that we do on the network because I don't think they want to give up a show on the network right now. I don't think they're interested in that. Especially with how much you pay all of their contracts. Well, I mean, they can get out of those contracts eventually. Like They right. can ultimately say, hey, we're just going to let these guys go. I don't think they want to do but that. But you've invested a lot into it. I think there's something to be said. We talked about other scenarios. Should they have done this in Orlando? Should they have tied the cruiserweights to 205 Live, or sorry, to uh, NXT instead of tying them to Raw, right? Should they have done house shows? Like when we went to see them in Bel Air, would we have been more amped for the house show if it had been a 205 Live? And they had done that for a little bit. It seemed like they were starting to do that. Right. Should that have been been the process? Is it should have been 205 Live with NXT? And we all do all these shows in Orlando. We're not trying to make it work. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what would have been best. But they're kind of saying right now, we're trying to figure it out. Because we want you to like 205 Live. And I think most of us are inclined to like 205 Live, too. 
just haven't been committed to it. Good? Is there anything else? No. <laughs> I thought we were going to do 15 minutes on a roll. We did 50. Yeah, well, we yelled. That's fun. Yep. Um, how about we talk to Charlotte? That'll really help everything. How all about right. we talk to Charlotte next? Can, can we all agree on that? I think we can all agree on that, right? I think we're all on board with talking to Charlotte. Let's do it next. Uh, she's got a new book out that she co-wrote with uh, a guy that you perhaps have heard of named Ric Flair. We'll talk to Charlotte who? next. Yeah, yeah. You know, Rick, Rick, it's woo. Sorry, not who. It's woo. Woo. Who? Yeah. Uh, Rick, uh, not Rick Flair. I wish, <laughs> but Charlotte Flair is pretty good too. Well, well we talk- don't know. Maybe Rick will dr- yeah, grab right? the phone. Yeah, pretty like- great. We'll talk to Charlotte next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is jobbing out. Join us for Jim McKay Maryland Million Day on Saturday, October 21st at Laurel Park. Come with friends and family to Maryland's Day at the Races, a celebration of Maryland's horses and lots of fun for all ages. First race is at 12:15 with 11 exciting races. Don't miss the first annual hat contest. Three categories and wonderful prizes. It will be fun for all at Laurel Park on Saturday, October 21st. For more information, visit MarylandMillion.com or MarylandRacing.com. Back in here for segment number three. It is Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and of course... Uh, hello? Yo! Yo, we're about to talk to Charlotte, dummy! Well, you know what? The ma- the real main event is here right now. That is a good point. Join now. What an honor, what a thrill this is. She is amazing, and she's got a new book out that she co-authored with her father. You may have heard of him. His name is Rick Flair. She is Charlotte, and she is incredible, and she joins us now. Charlotte, it is Glenn and Aaron. <laughs> it is so good to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking the time, and congratulations on the book, Second Nature. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Please, I, I, like, just take me through. Like, I, I imagine when you're Charlotte Flair and you're Ric Flair, it's not hard to imagine why someone would want to write a book, because I'm guessing your life has been pretty freaking cool and worthy of talking about in a book. <laughs> uh, I'm a little more private than my dad. Um, <laughs> um no i just for me the the process was therapeutic and my story is unique and i think it might surprise some people so uh my you know ultimate goal was saying yes to being part of the project was um just you know to help people with my story what do you mean by that Um, because i don't think because it's so unlikely T- take me through that. What do you mean by it's so unlikely? Well, just my my journey to WWE was, um, you know, an, an unlikely one. I never wanted to be a wrestler. I uh, grew up playing sports. I played Division One volleyball in college. I got married really young. And um, I had ups and downs and growing pains. And then somehow in 2012, I ended up, and WWE's developmental system, hoping to wrestle with my brother. And through um, his passing, um, I created this character that got me to where I am today. Wow. You know, and, and obviously that's something that you've talked about in interviews before, but I know is, is a really, obviously a tough time for your entire family. But how did that help create your, you said it helped create your character, just kind of, Take us through that a little bit, how you put that tragedy into becoming one of the best women's wrestlers we've ever seen. 
So watching my brother on the independence was so hard because he was so judged. Everything he did was compared to my dad. Mind you, he wanted to be just like my dad, but I can't imagine being my dad's son and being a WWE superstar. So when I started, um, you know, I had my own, I guess, you know, thing to prove to whether it was a talent or to fans. But when my brother passed away a year in, knowing that his ultimate dream was always to be a WWE superstar. And had I never, you know, decided to do this, to be with him, I would have never started. So when he passed, I just made it, I just put everything I had, energy, focus, and passion into making it. And, you know, I, that's, you know, I'm carrying out his dream. It's, it's remarkable to watch. She is Charlotte. Again, the book is Second Nature, and she's with us. Charlotte, look, you know, it's one thing to be Ric Flair's daughter. It's another thing to have immediately carved out a place where you've etched your own spot in history, right? Like that you're now that person. Could you have imagined this all happening so quickly for you in your career and already being in a place where you're being discussed as being this generation's, you know, insert name here, that you're the standard for performers to look to at this point? No, that's why it's like the unlikely journey. I don't, I, you know, I'm sitting on my bench in Orlando. I got home today, and I just I, sometimes I'm like, how did I get here? I don't know. Like, I just, I love what I do. I feel like for the first time, I found somewhere where I belong, and I, I don't, I don't. It's crazy. I still like when I'm not at, you know, when I'm not at SmackDown or I'm not in my robe and I'm at home. I'm just like wow, I'm a WWE superstar. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful that, you know, my brother got me to do this and then right place, right time. And it's, I don't know. It's hard for me to even think that that's, you know, where I am today because of what I've gone through. Why was it important for you to write it with your dad as opposed to just writing the, uh, hmm. the book on your own? <laughs> um, well, when they first, uh, brought the project to me. I was like, what? I a book? I've only been doing this for like a couple of years. <laughs> um, and then I was like, yeah, I'm just going to talk about wrestling. And then um, I just made the executive decision that my story does matter. And even though it took two years, one month I'd be like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. The next month I'm like, oh, this is a terrible idea. I'm, I'm quitting. Uh, not quitting, <laughs> but I'm just not going to be as open. But then, to be honest with you, when it came out the 19th, all my worries just went away. And I was like, I really hope I, I help somebody. Yeah. Or I, I inspire someone to follow their dreams or, you know, don't let your past define you. And just save someone's life, to be honest. Wow. Because I just poured my soul into journaling and everything I felt and how I got here. And I felt like for five years, I created this character that wasn't relatable and unbreakable and someone that, you know, I wanted to be like in my real life and going through all these things. I don't know 
if I would have been able to create this character. So I just hope I helped somebody. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, our buddy AJ Francis, who played for the Washington Redskins, I think you met him at WrestleMania. He wanted to buzz in and say hello real quick. AJ, are you there? Yes, I am. And oh. I'm sorry that I am late because that is tardy to do in the presence of the of the queen. The queen, yes. Known better. <laughs> I should have known better than to do such a thing. But uh, you know, what's funny is that that we when we talked before WrestleMania um, with Migs, uh, we talked about how like I was expecting you to go out and try to steal the show at WrestleMania, and you guys put on an incredible match at WrestleMania. The question I wanted. Uh, uh, the, I mean, well, and also last year at Hell in a Cell, you put on an incredible match with Sasha. Did you expect for them to give you the opportunity to do Hell in a Cell again with Natalia this year? Um, well, because I've only been back on TV for two weeks. Yeah, I, wasn't really I know. Sure what what was going to happen? Um, you know, would there be? enough of a story to put us in Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. But I do know with Starcade happening on Saturday, November 25th, we will be in a cage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We love that. <laughs> love that. So, All right, Starcade I- in Greensboro. That's amazing. I have to get my really nerdy wrestling question in there because that's what you don't know is that we're all really nerdy fans. Um, I have to get mine in, which is it drives me nuts. I'm such a huge fan of all the female performers, and it drives me nuts that it seems like everybody always gets lumped in. Like the title picture is great, but I'm waiting for there to be like a secondary storyline and like for for you all to be able to have other storylines going on that don't have to involve the title. Does that ever drive you as nuts as it drives me nuts? I don't want to speak for the other superstars, so I don't know how they feel. Right. I do like when there's multiple stories because, you know, you get to develop other characters, but it's just a matter of where we are, you know, in the years. I hear you. And the SmackDown Women's title is still new. That's true. That is a good point. Compared to the Raw's title. So, you know... Leaving Raw, I was like, oh, I'm leaving my child. <laughs> I two years there. Uh, it was very hard to, okay, I'm giving up Raw. Uh, but to come to SmackDown, you know, it's a newer it's a newer brand. It's a newer division. You know, there's newer faces. And the title's newer. So I, I just, you know, in terms of storylines, it's like, well, I don't know how many we can have going depending on depth. I hear you. I hear you. Speaking of Raw... You're a queen, but there is an empress coming to uh, Raw here in upcoming weeks. It's a match that all of us want to see. How badly do you want to step into the ring with Asuka? I'm so jealous she's going to Raw. Why should she not be coming to SmackDown? No. (laughs) I think the empress versus the queen um, is WrestleMania worthy one day. Correct. I do look forward to wrestling Asuka. I cannot wait. And... I am looking forward to her debut. I think um, she's an incredible talent. She carried NXT, and um, I'm looking forward to, you know, her letting the whole world see her, you know, just not NXT. No, it's going to be incredible. All right, I know we got to let you go because you have a million more to do. First of all, we didn't say this, but we need to say it. We are so happy that your dad's doing well. It's just, yes. you know, yeah, continued prayers for your family 
as he gets back, but so grateful for it. And we want everybody to go pick up Second Nature, The Legacy of Ric Flair and the Rise of Charlotte by Ric Flair and Charlotte. Charlotte, an honor. Thank you so much for taking the time for us. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Very cool. Thank you to the Queen, Charlotte, for joining us. Make sure you pick up their book. It's uh, great that uh, Rick's doing well, too. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, very good. Uh, let's get into the quick count. Before we get, yeah, before we get out of here this week, uh, Aaron, let's start by going off the reservation. What do you have for us? Uh, we got a little bit of follow-up. We talked about the uh, Bullet Club invasion of Raw last week, and I don't know if it was a direct uh, result of it or they already had a plan, because I feel like WWE's been talking about it for a while. Uh, they sent a cease and desist to the Young Bucks and the Bullet Club over Too Sweet and the Too Sweet hand gesture. Um... <laughs> Look, if the Bullet Club can't too sweet, then the Bullet Club doesn't exist. I, I didn't. First of all, I can't believe that the WWE owns too sweet. Like I don't that's know how that. Like and, and the gesture is that the the NC State Wolfpack hand yeah, gesture. I mean, like I have no idea how that's something they that they own the rights to. Now the but, question is: Is it something they want to go to court over and fight it? As far as the Bullet Club, like it's a great question. Um... I, I legitimately don't know what to make of this. Like, I don't know what to make of it, right? Like, I have no idea how this is something that... I mean, I, they can't, I don't think they can send out the season... I don't think they would send out a season to desist if they don't feel like they have a pretty good standing. You know what I mean? Like, Un- unless they think that it's a situation where we're the big company. Yeah, you guys we'll don't want yeah. to use the court fees on it. You'll go away. Maybe. Maybe so, man. Now, I, and here's the thing. This is the Young Bucks... Who've used social media better than anybody? Right. Like, could they that's have made pl- the whole thing up just to? Because we know that WWE has looked into it in the past. Like that, this is not the first time we've heard of right. WWE. You know, kind of looking into this thing. Um. So yeah, it is plausible. It's it, super it, dickish. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's so, really too sweet. Like, you really, especially when like Triple H two years ago was saying how cool it was, and, and Nash and Hall were saying how cool it was that they were doing that. Man, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I'm struggling with that. I, eh. like my my inclination is to say you guys are dicks. If this is true, you guys are dicks. Stop it. You don't need to be like I. I understand there's an intellectual property thing, and like the, to some extent, they have to. You have, I guess. you know, you have. But it's to not like anyone things. was using it on WWE either. Like they're not selling too sweet merchandise. No, are they? like they're not. They've kind of purposely been avoiding it. You know what I mean? Like not. You know, like they're like, doing. Uh, yeah, obviously, Gallows and Anderson right. are still doing it, but I, it just comes off really dickish to me, man. Like I, I, I and this is tough because I do understand that intellectual property law is important. But why and... didn't they do this four years ago? <laughs> Right, they, they they could have avoided it becoming such a goddamn sensation, you know, if they had gotten out in front of it to begin with. Whatever. AJ, Whoa, you might have to no. stop doing Bully Club now. Right, yeah, like, right? Nope, I'll never stop doing Bully Club. Well, I mean, if there's, <laughs> if, if, I think for a certain amount of money, you probably would. I think there's a certain amount of money where you'd say, if, you know what, it, turns it, out. If, if WWE sends you a cease and desist that says you will be slapped with a $150,000 lawsuit. Well, it's penny change. And I'm going to write back. Vince McMahon would say, fuck you, Vince. I've sent more than $150,000 worth of viewers to your <laughs> how many times? How many times people get mad at you for stupid decisions you've made and I've defended your ass on this podcast? You can kiss my ass. You think I'm going to not do Bully Club? Wow. Wow. We need to get Vince McMahon on the show. I'm pretty sure that's how it works, too, is once you say that, he's just like, all right, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, you make a good argument. And so I'm going to bail. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Like you say, old man, you think Kevin Owens effed you up? Wait do you see what I'm going to do to you. And like, yeah, also, sure. can, also, can I get a job? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like, what, what if I join WWE? Then can I do it? Right, then I'm allowed to do Bully Club? No doubt. No doubt. Uh, look, I, I don't know what we say from here. It'll be interesting to see if, where this goes, but I... If it's true, it just... Oh, the, the Young Bucks have already released shirt with, like, pictures of them doing it with censors over ah, the... That's pretty and, great. and, like, too sweet with asterisks and that's stuff on good. it. Pretty good. They're, I mean, if this is real, they're better than anyone in the history of wrestling at making the best out of no, a bad no situation. Doubt, no doubt. They're the best. All right. Uh, next, why don't we uh, talk about something that occurred at a house show this weekend, which is weird. Brock Lesnar showed up in Winnipeg, wrestled Cesaro... At a house show. The same Brock Lesnar that you won't be seeing on Raw anytime soon. And also happens to be the champion of the universe. Did, did they advertise this beforehand? Not to my knowledge. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. I do not believe it was advertised. Um, I, look, I, I have no problem with the idea that your champion shows up at a house show. I don't have a problem with that. It's a little bit... It kind of feels like a smack in the face when... He's showing up at a house show, and we can't get him to show up on television. Like I, I, I wonder if it was a situation where the, he had like one more date and just one more date. He and had this to was work the closest the one. Was, so like they're not going to have him work just one show, like actual TV show. But they could have him work. But you would think that it would be one of you know yeah, send him to, to Starcade, right? Trying to make it a network thing. I, I don't know, dude. Look, I'm going to go back to the same thing I said. I am not in favor of my champion not being on television regularly. Well, yes. I'm not in favor of that now. Again, I think that this is a better circumstance than some of the circumstances when Brock Lesnar has disappeared. I think that they're they, should still be champion right now. Well, I agree. I do agree with that. But they've got the shield and people that's that matters. They've got other things that are going on that are significant and so they're they're covering up for it fairly well, but I don't know, I just don't like it and I'm not gonna like it, and that's not I'm not gonna change my mind about that anytime soon. I'm never gonna like the idea that your champion isn't there. Like I just don't care for that. Um, I mean, Brock Lesnar also lives in Canada, so that's also right, why. I right, think so. yeah, he's, I mean, he's been at a Winnipeg Jets game before. It's possible yeah, he lives around Winnipeg, well, so they're just like, okay, do that. Right, I hear you, and that's all well and good, but it, it's not really about him showing up. I don't care that he showed up, like, by all means. you know. I, it's a little odd that they didn't advertise it if they didn't. And, and it's just, it feels, it, it just reminds me that you're not Glenn getting. Doesn't like, Glenn doesn't like people getting surprises at shows unless he's at the show. Well, I would prefer that. A, I'm not going to lie grump, about that. I would, well, he's a grumpy grumperton, and he doesn't like It's beyond that. He never learned good things at shows. Yeah. Well, I don't want it. I want it to be me. Yeah, I was going to say, true. no, it's, it's beyond that. He just doesn't like things happening to people, good things happening to people besides him. Well, that's true. I do, I do like, agree. By the way, I agree with that. But I think that it's the greater statement, which is it's just a reminder of you're not getting this. This is the champion of the show, and you don't get to have him. The belt won't be there. And I just... I didn't need that reminder. I don't like that. Kind of like John Cena hasn't been there for the past uh, three weeks straight. He was on Dancing with the Stars, though. In fairness, he's also not the champion. (laughs) Like, that's a big difference. He's not the champion. I don't care that guys take time off. By all means, take time off. Don't work. I just want the champion to be on John the show. John Cena's not taking time off. He's gone. Well, yeah. So I, I actually, gone well, forever. He's gone not forever gone forever. forever. <laughs> We're still doing this whole bit. We're still doing all this whole silly forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, forever, forever. ever. Forever never feels that long until John Cena's gone. Um, look, man, that's all I want. Anyway, number three. I don't even remember what number three was. UFC. Uh, oh, MMA, right. The yeah. Boston Crab thing. So, yeah. How it, did he even get in that position? I, I don't know. But I, the Boston Crab is now a legitimate finishing move. No one can ever talk shit about anyone who ever uses the Boston Crab. Ever right. Again. So Jono Mears is his name. Uh, this uh, comes. I'm reading this directly from MMAfighting.com. 
John O'Mears grew up watching the WWF, now the WWE, of course, as a kid growing up in England. He was a casual fan, but marked out of the likes of Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, and the Legion of Doom. On Saturday, Mears upgraded his list of victims. Manchester area native actually finished an opponent with a pro wrestling style Boston Crab on, on a card Saturday night. Aaron Jones was the man on the wrong side of the hold, and the event was full contact contender 19 in Bolton. By the way, it was only Mears' second fight of all time. Um, because maybe that's how they got into it because they just weren't really – because I just have no idea how you get in a position in an MMA fight It's like a fair that. point. I don't know either, right? Like, but, if, but if it was for both of them, their second ever fight, and they were just kind of, you know – Yeah, they don't really know what they're doing. Flailing at each yet. other? Yeah, I hear Okay, you. maybe. Um, it's awesome. It looked super cool. It looked amazing. I don't, I don't know what to make of it. I don't think that we're going to suddenly see a lot more Boston Crabs in mixed martial arts. I don't think it's going to become a regular move, but – we can still enjoy it fully, and we all did. When we saw it this weekend, we enjoyed it a great deal. Why didn't we try to get him on the show this week? Charlotte. Because we have Charlotte. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. All right, uh, let's get the plugs in. AJ, tell everybody about Frank and the uh, while you're at it, the Francis Sports Academy. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, you guys can uh, still go get my album. It's on uh, Spotify, Tidal, Google Play, Pandora, Apple Music. Anywhere you listen to music, it's there. You just search for OTA. It'll come up. Um, it's doing well. The Olympic gold music video should be coming out this week. So that'll be a good, you know, go to the YouTube page and you can hear all my songs on YouTube as well. Um, and you can check out uh, the Olympic gold music video when it drops this week. Uh, you know, the French sports Academy, I'm going around Orlando helping, you know, D linemen and O linemen and, and other positions as well, you know, training and, and, um, uh, get, getting ready to ramp up for, training this off season you know i'm helping out at a uh, foundation academy which is a uh, a high school by my house and i'm help coaching the d-line there and i'm coaching them up real good because you know everything i do is great and uh i think that it's only a matter of time uh before i go platinum so that's cool i mean you and have sold multi-albums which is i'm a multi-album selling it's artist really player. remarkable really remarkable i can't say that you can't. I cannot yeah, I, say that I've sold multiple albums. That's true. You cannot say such a thing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's really dope. Um, I'm just appreciative of the opportunities that I've been given. I'm also, you know, about to be in some, looking like I'm about to be in some film, uh, maybe do some radio and TV stuff is as this, well. Is so, this your way of announcing you're going to do porn? Yes. Wow, that is... Good for I mean, you. like, I'm, I'm excited for <laughs> you, dude. Living like, the dream. Yeah, it's right? always been my calling. It's Yo, my I'm jealous. Like, that's the, that's the life work that I always Will Val Venus be your director? No. Well, should be, though. Val, Pe- Val Penis Val will penis. be, though. Val Penis. Uh, awesome, man. Awesome. Very good and stuff. And you can follow me on uh, all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything, YouTube, at AJ Francis 410 So just look up AJ Francis 410 and you'll find me. What is your porn um, name going to be? Uh, it's supposed to be supposed to be like your pet and like the street you grew up on. So mine will be Thor Roanoke. I that's mean, actually that's pretty a good, pretty dude. Good that's a pretty good porn <laughs> name. Like that actually works. I roll with that. All right, uh, Aaron, uh, you're on Twitter at the Aoster. We're on Twitter at Dropping Out Show. Gmail. JobbyGotShow.gmail.com. And what's coming up, Baltimore Sun Rolling Stone? Uh, good dudes. Like I said, more stuff with Ring of Honor and uh, MCW. And uh, by the way, Joey Matthews, the new MCW right. champion. I'm That's got to go to right. that show. So thanks for uh, everyone over at MCW for uh, hosting me, even though Glenn didn't go because he's a loser. Because I had to work. <laughs> because he's a loser. Jesus Christ. 
All right. Uh, at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, uh, glennclarkradio.com is where you find me. Thanks again to Charlotte. Uh, thanks. That's, that's it, right? Uh, go pick up her book, Second Nature is what it's called. For, Migs. Uh, oh, thanks to Migs. Right? I knew there was something that I was trying to think of. I don't know. My brain stopped working. Thanks to Steve Migs. We love him. Um, uh, yeah, very good. So for Aaron Oster and for? The main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, I'm Glenn. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Hey, by the way, make sure you guys all go to the jobbing out Twitter and tell Glenn Clark that he's an idiot because you're all listening to this because you're internet wrestling fans and you all love the Miz as well. Jobbing out. I get to have the final word and AJ's an asshole.